from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You all right over there? Yeah, you? Yeah? Why? Oh. Why'd you look at me like that? I don't know, because you were looking at me funny just no, now. No, is it because I looked at you and I ran my fingers through my hair? I realized <laughs> that this might have come off as flirty, and I didn't mean it to be, I didn't mean it to be flirty no, at cool. all. Listen, man, if we've been together 13 years no, now, right? I know, so it's I know. totally fine. God, you know, when you have you ever accidentally flirted with somebody or where you said something <laughs> or looked at somebody in a way of where you walked away and you're like, oh, God, did they just think I was flirting? Oh, because I have that feeling right now. I yeah. have that feeling right now. I looked, I just looked yeah. at Mocha. We were right about to go on the radio. And I... I arched my back, okay? Okay. <laughs> just shush, shush no, listen, for one second. You know what love looks okay. like? Describing okay. it right okay. now. Okay, okay. So, so ladies, ladies, tell me if this was a flirt move or a non-flirt move, okay? It's 925 let me Let me know if I was accidentally <laughs> flirting with my coworker. Okay, yeah. okay, so here's what I did. Here's what I did. Okay. I, sat, I was sitting straight up in my chair, right? And then I arched my back so my chest puffed out a little bit. Right. And then I took both my hands and I took my fingertips and I put my fingertips just at the front of my hairline on my forehead. Okay. Then I tilted my head back slightly. As I tilted my head back slightly, I closed my eyes. As my eyes were closing and my head was going back, I ran my fingers all the way through my hair to the back of the skull. <laughs> and then I took my hands and I wrapped them around my neck and let them drag back down to my chest. And just as I hit my chest, I opened my eyes and made contact with Mocha. Oh my God, that's <laughs> and you're doing it now, but slower. That's the hottest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Is that flirting? Yes. yes. Okay. So the texts are rolling in already. Okay. Okay. Someone said flirt. Someone else said it was for sure flirting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And normally I'm not a flirty guy, right? <laughs> Maybe I'm just naturally flirty in the things that uh, the decisions like I, I made. I was off a cover of a magazine. Right, I know. I felt I did. But th- after I did it, I first of all, I felt shame because I was like, oh, my God, Mocha just thinks I flirted. But then all of a sudden I felt kind of sexy. Look, <laughs> yeah. like, right? OMG, Roz wants, wants you, Mocha. <laughs> That's not what I was doing, though. It was uh, not Absolute a, flirting. Totally oh, flirting. Yeah. Yes, LOL. Been there. Done that. Oh, been there. Good yeah. for you. Did it work? Text us back. I uh, need to know if that move works. Thanks a lot, Raw. Uh, what is it? Thanks a lot, Roz. Now you got me going. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. Uh, am I listening to an erotica novel or the Roz and Mocha show? Same thing. Do you regret it, Roz? Do I regret nothing, Maury? I regret <laughs> nothing. Oh, th- 13 years and finally the flirts came in. <laughs> 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 like a motto flame, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I did some math that I wish I didn't do. Oh, no. Since gas prices went up yeah. like five weeks ago, yeah. I filled up my tank six times. Okay. That's I have paid $644.60 in gas. In how long? In five weeks. Oof. That's a mortgage payment. 
It's a what mortgage? That's one of my mortgage payments. What? Every two weeks, that's what I put in for my uh, mortgage. Oh, oh, every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's split between you and Matthew. No, no, that's me. What do you mean? You pay the mortgage? And he does the taxes and everything else. Don't worry about it. I just that's that just shocked me what you said. Okay, hold on now. Hold on. Wait a second. No, here. I want to go back to. I no, don't no, 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 no. What, what's the what's the arrangement that you have? I do the two every two weeks. I do the mortgage payment, and he does the like the taxes and the maintenance fees. It works out to about the same. How much are your taxes? I don't know. It's on him. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. What if it's less? Yeah. No, but the maintenance fees aren't. So it all works. How much out. are the maintenance fees? Maintenance fees are every month it is seven hundred and sixty dollars. So but, he's paying less for that than you are for in a month your mortgage. Yeah. And but then there's the tax. And he pays the hydro. How much is your hydro bill? Eighty bucks a month. Okay. Hmm. And I pay TV, internet, no. and stuff. No, Shem's shaking his head. Yeah. Shem, Shem. The math don't yeah. add, son. What are you shaking your head for? Well, the way the math works is yeah. um, it doesn't in that case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more, you pay, you're spending more than $1,200 a okay. month. I didn't want to divert. Let's well, go back to your gas. Yeah, yeah. Mocha has gas. Okay. Yeah, this is interesting. Have you never asked? No, he, Matthew told me it worked oh, out. Oh, <laughs> Receipts. I was going to talk about something else completely, but you know no, what? Let's go down this road. Let's go down this road. I did not mean to interrupt. I was just shocked at oh, your gas. But this oh, is what oh. happens when you do. Yes, you always interrupt. <laughs> this Those is what, who this don't is listen that. must be <laughs> this, so. is what, this is what happens when you do. I tell you this all the time, Lori. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So now I've learned. So every two weeks, you pay how much? I pay, every two weeks, I pay $700. 700 So $1,400 a month. Yes. So, which okay. was less you know, than... You, know, you notice how Maury lied at the beginning of this conversation? Yeah, you said in the six. Span of, in the span of two and a half minutes, it's gone up $200. <laughs> yes. How much do you actually pay every $700. two weeks? $700. What is the exact number? $748. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you... Are you just incapable of speaking truth? I just make things sound simpler. Okay. okay. No, you lie. Yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. Only when caught. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> That Poor makes sh- no sense either. <laughs> Poor Shem just trying to finish out this week. Man. <laughs> right? Not saying it. Okay, Maury. Yeah, man. Be honest with us, please. <laughs> please be honest, okay? Can you promise? Yeah. You promise to be honest? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Every two weeks. Mm-hmm. The exact amount of money you are paying for the mortgage is what? Seven forty-eight. Okay, okay. seven forty-eight. Okay. Sorry, Shem. It's okay. It's fourteen ninety-six. Okay. 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 Yes. Yeah. So fourteen ninety-six. Okay. Did so you just st- do that in your head? Yeah. Easy. <laughs> so did I. Okay. So fourteen ninety-six. Uh, Matthew pays. What are the things that Matthew pays in a maintenance? Month? Which maintenance, is how much? Which is how much? Maintenance is every month. It is seven. 763. Okay. Are you making that up or no. that's a fact? No, okay. I know that. 763. Just went up. What else? And then he pays the um, tax, which I don't know, but the last time I knew it was $500 a month. Uh, for the whole year? No. What? Sorry, that's no. impossible. No, 500 a year. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> See, so I don't know the answer to that one. I'm going to say, <laughs> well, hey, hey, Shem, you, do you, you live in a condo? I do. What's your tax a month? 
Or, oh. do you, or does it even come out every month? It doesn't come out every month. No. Um, so just just say 100. Just say 100. Yeah. Just say okay. 100. So we'll say 100. Okay. And then what else does he pay, Matthew? Hydro, $88 a month. $88 a month. See? Oh. So like um, like five minutes ago, you said 80 bucks, bro. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Here we go. Okay. So 11, yeah. 7. So, oh my god, oh, you are getting so ripped off. Okay, <laughs> back to how much you spent on okay. gas. Okay, okay, okay. What does, uh, okay, so more, what's Maury's grand total? Fourteen ninety six. Okay, Maury's grand total is fourteen ninety six. What's Matthew's grand total? Nine fifty one. <laughs> he told me it was split right down the middle. Yeah. Eleven years. The, so honestly, Maury, the only thing split right down the middle is your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. If you're ready, then we're ready. All right. Hey, it's time for Name That Quarantine. Woo! I love this game. Uh, Name That Quarantine. Welcome to it. This is Roz and Mocha's Name That Quarantine. Uh, we started playing this at the beginning of the pandemic when we couldn't do anything else. And it turned out to be a huge hit. You feel free to play along if you're listening uh, at home or in the car. <laughs> you don't have a chance to win, but you can still play. No prizes are up for grabs except for bragging rights mm. and avoiding shame. So mm. how this works is it's going to be uh, Mocha versus Dammit Mori, as always. And uh, the theme for today's Name That Quarantine is all songs that turned 22 in 22. These were all songs that were released in the year 2000. And again, gentlemen, how this works is, can you name a legendary track, both song title and artist, if you only were given the very first line of the song? It's actually much more difficult than you would think. Bring it, Mocha. You're going down. I'm going to lick the floor uh, with you. Uh, Shem, you will be the official judge uh, and scorekeeper for us today, please. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, Mocha, are you ready? I am. Sorry. Is, sorry. Stop. Why, why are you doing that, man? My thumb slipped. Put the phone down for a second. I'm, I'm, just, I'm eager. Just, just stop. Put, put the buzzer down. The buzzer's down. Okay. My God. Mocha, mm. if you could uh, tell the people at home what your buzzer sounds like. Okay. That again. Maury. That's Maury's. Maury's is the higher, more effeminate tone. Um, <laughs> what? Mocha's no. is the... <laughs> There we go. Uh, so, uh, gentlemen, are you ready? Ready. Again, you will only be given the first line of a legendary track. These are all songs that are turning 22 in 22. Uh, Mocha, number 11, please. Mocha. That is Dr. Dre and Eminem forgot about Dre. Correct. That's one for uh, Mocha, right out of the gate. Boy, it looks a little lost right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that song in my life. Uh, number 16, please. Mocha. That is Destiny's Child, Say My Name. Correctamundo. Uh, that is, I believe, two for Mocha. I'm still here. Uh, number four, please, Mocha. Will Oh my oh, God! The new starter. Maury. Oh my God. Okay, it's uh, it's um. Oh my, Pearl oh. Jam and Jeremy. Pearl Incorrect. Oh. Mocha for the steal. Um, is that Three Doors Down? And the song is Renaudra's Heard. Uh, oh my God. You know what? I don't know the name of the song. Okay, you want to find Jam. out? You want to find out what it is? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Pearl Jam. Oh, no, 
it's Creed. Oh, that's oh, what it is. Both Creed. From Creed. They all sound yeah, the same. With, with arms wide open. Yes, with arms wide I do open. know this song. Uh, no points on that round, uh, gentlemen. No points on that round. Uh, number three, please. Uh, Mocha. Oh. That is Living La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Incorrect. Maury for the oh, steal. Oh, no! Sorry, if Maury doesn't get it, can I re-steal? No, no. Because I know no, the song. No, Maury for the steal. It's In... Living La Vida Loca by yeah. Ricky Martin. Incorrect. Okay, can I just say, for no points, can I just say it because I actually know it? Yes. Is it She Bangs by e- Ricky Martin? Correct him one time. Ryan? Yes. She Right. Yeah, she moves. She moves. Yeah. Oh. Right? I should Come say it's popularized by William Hung. Yes. American Idol. Yo, yes. you guys would have screwed me big time if you said it. If you played the William Hung version. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, here we go here. Uh, give me number one, please. Mocha. That is, uh, that is um, Aaron Carter. And the song is... Um, is it Get Crazy or Come Get Crazy? Get, uh, it's the house party song. Uh, it's Aaron Carter, though. Final answer is? And, uh, uh, it's Come and Get It. Can't give it to you. Cannot give it to you. Why Maury. Not? Aaron Carter, house party. Incorrect. Are you just buzzing in for the sake of buzzing in and wasting everybody's time? Yes. No, please don't. What's you don't the- have an answer. Don't buzz in. Buzz- buzzing in is sacred, man. Okay, why I can't give it to you is because Come and Get It is the part of the, so- the song title that's in parentheses. The actual song title is Aaron's Party. Oh, come on, guys! Cannot, Shem? You're right, Ross. Aaron's Party, and it's actually not Come and Get It. It's Come Get It. It's Right, Come Get It. Come and Get It. Oh, man, yeah, but it yeah. is Aaron Carter. I uh, know this yeah. song. Uh, Maury? I'm not going to buzz in. You said okay. it's a waste of time. <laughs> Wait, what is the score anyway? Uh, it's currently 2 nothing. Like you need to know. Okay, okay, okay. This is a great round. These are all is songs. These are all songs that uh, turn 22 in 22. Number 14, please. Uh, Mocha. That is Nelly Country Grammar. Correct. Oh, here we go. Uh, number 15, please. Uh, Mocha. That is... My favorite song by Eminem, Stan. Correct, Amundo. Yo, should we just end it right now? No, You're not going to no. win, Maury. What's the score, Shem? Uh, four nothing, Mocha. Four, four nothing. Okay, Here we go. Okay. Uh, number this seven. The... Number seventeen, please. Uh, Mocha. Oh, that no, is Shaggy and... Angel. Yes, correct, Amundo. Oh, are you <laughs> sure you don't want to end the game, Maury? <laughs> you want to get you want to get hit one more time, Maury? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, number two, please. Uh, Mocha. Who let the dogs out, Baja Man? Correct, Amundo. Okay, okay, you ready to give up yet more? Like, and now let's do songs turning 50. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how you play. Rosa Mocha has named that corn. What was the final score? 6 nothing. Mocha. Oh, oh, Maury. Oh, yeah, you got oh the buddy. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You remember when we did that story when I was talking to you guys about how much, like, rat hair and feces we all eat? Hey, what? Huh? Based on the supply chain and how food is manufactured and, and everything like that. That was like three weeks ago, man. Yeah. And like it was how much poop is too much poop in your food. And there's actually guidelines by the FDA when it comes to things like. Like the minimum or like, sorry, maximum. Like the, yeah, like we you know the acceptable amount because it's just yeah. a given that everything we eat is going to have hair and poop in it. And so they had to so come gross. up with guidelines on what exactly is the acceptable amount. Okay. So let me so now, why are you let me, this up again? Let me now read you this headline. Great. How much plastic is sitting in your gut? 
<laughs> Lots, if you think the answer is zero, think again. A recent review suggests people consume about five grams of plastic particles per week. That is the equivalent of the weight of a credit card. So do you mean like forgetting what? to take part of a wrapper off a candy bar or something? It's, they're, they're micro particles from packaging and manufacturing and everything else. It stick to the chocolate and, or and it's in the food. And we eat so much of it. You know, there's it. more food other than just chocolate, right? Yeah. But your, your mind didn't go to the sticker on a banana. Yeah. Right? Like the two times you brought up yeah, yeah, something yeah. you can eat. Yeah. Both the times it's chocolate. Yeah. Does that include my chocolate and my other chocolate? <laughs> Do so, they factor in my absolute chocolate? Isn't plastic poisonous? What if you only eat chocolate in the morning? Does that count? <laughs> yeah. now, what about the one that I have right before bed? Does that yeah. chocolate count? Does that does that count? Does it count if I lick it first and then eat it, or does it only when I bite it? Like, what if I what if I what if I don't swallow? What if I don't chew and I I swallow my chocolate like it's a baby aspirin? <laughs> Uh, nanoplastics are plastics that are less than 0.001 millimeters in size. Microplastics, on the other hand, are 0.001 to 5 millimeters and on some occasions still visible to the naked eye. Most microplastics and nanoplastics find their way into human food chain from packaging waste. Uh, plastic particles can enter the body through seafood, sea salt, drinking water. One study uh, referenced in a review found that people who drank the recommended 1.5 to 2 liters of water a day from plastic bottles mm-hmm. take in 90,000 plastic particles per year from this way alone. Is that up to like one bottle? People who opt for tap water reduce their ingested amount by about 40,000 plastic particles. We're not supposed to have tap water. What's that? I thought we weren't supposed it's to. It's not about tap water. Tap it's about water. the vessel that it's in. But but isn't there poison in this? What's that? There's poison in. Poison so what, in what? I, I can't eat or drink anything now. You can, but you have a credit card's worth of plastic in your body at the end of every week. I'm still walking around. I still feel great. Yeah, well, I know. Don't you poop it out. What's that? Don't you poop it? No, it's it absorbed into your gut. It's like that's why people are having all these gut problems and stuff like that. It's because all the. Well, hold on, keep it. reading. All Is the, there a solution? No, no, there's no. Yeah, um, hold on here. Let me find out. Chocolate in the morning. <laughs> That's what they say, Maureen. Lucky you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, it was a heartbreaker last night. Statue to take. The wall does its job. Ugh. That's just about it. Canada has waited 36 years for World Cup qualifying qualification. What's another three days? They're going to have the chance to do just that at BMO Field on Sunday. As Jamaica makes the trip to Toronto, all they'll need is a point. The undefeated streak is done in their 18th World Cup qualifying match. Ah, so that's what happened. 1-0 loss. And they had all these other games, too, that didn't help him out, right? Yeah. Shem, I know Shem was keeping up with all this stuff and... Watching the game last night. Yeah, I know it feels kind of you know depressing and whatnot, but it's actually not too bad for for Team Canada uh, whatsoever because they went on undefeated streak for so long. Mm-hmm. Basically, they need one point on uh, Sunday to mm-hmm. win, which essentially means that if the worst case scenario would be this: if Canada were to lose on Sunday mm-hmm. and Costa Rica were to win, Costa Rica still has to make up an eleven point eleven gold uh, differential between them oh, and Canada. Geez. So 
basically Team Canada's going to the World Cup. Right. Wait, so if you get one point during the game, the game's over? No, no, that's one point. No. Uh, you get a certain number of points for a win, certain number of points for a loss. Oh, I didn't know that. Certain number of points for a tie. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a heartbreaker, though. Uh, so David Mori uh, hitting the bars last night to find... Uh, Excuse me? Yeah, hitting yeah, the bars really? last night <laughs> to get reaction from uh, from fans after the loss. Okay, so the game's done, and it didn't really go as planned. Yeah, it, it didn't. You're right. There was a red card really early on, and it, we've been fighting ever since. We did our best, but we did not come out on top. Was this a once-in-a-lifetime sort of opportunity just done? No. 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 Next home game, come on. We're going to get that win, and that's going to be once-in-a-lifetime being there. Yeah. No. It's going to be an amazing moment in history. We're going to make it to this World Cup. I wouldn't worry about that, but they, they put up their best fight. How are you feeling right now? Didn't go as planned. What's going on? They didn't want, but there's one thing I have to say. I'm going to be at BMO Field on Sunday, and Sunday is going to be the most amazing day for all the Canada fans, all Canada supporters, myself, because we're going to see our team qualify for the World Cup for the first time since 1986. So let's go, Canada. Roll to Qatar. How are you feeling right now? You look really upset. I'm sorry. I, I got here five minutes ago. I don't know anything about soccer. <laughs> I'm just here for my drink. Well, uh, you're back to the TV. Were you watching? Oh, I was watching. It was a tough loss, but the thing is we're in a good spot to qualify. So we're going to move on to the next one and do better next time. Oh, you're in town from the Netherlands. Yeah. You watched the game. How does it feel? Yeah, Canada was good. Canada was better. And then, uh, Costa Rica always defense playing. And Canada go. Yeah. It's a pity. Canada was better. It is a pity. Let's talk. Let's talk about tonight. You were you're hoping to win. You came out. It's past your bedtime. We were disappointed <laughs> by that red card that they gave to our team. Unfortunately, that young man's not going to be able to play on Sunday. So that's a bit of a big hit, and uh, it kind of changed the momentum of the game. Obviously, were you prepared to like scream and cheer? Like, do you feel like you ha- do you have any like cheer left in you? You you didn't get to cheer. One hundred percent, I had cheer left in me. Did I get a cheer then? Like, I don't want you to go home wasting a cheer. Go Canada. <laughs> that was terrible. I mean, we lost. So that, that was terrible. I know, trying to get the cheer out of you. You know, honestly, man, that cheer's not going to happen until Sunday. You see me on Sunday, I'm going to pick you up and throw you in the air when we win on Sunday. <laughs> then you will not see me Sunday. No problem. Have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I get my family back tomorrow. Why you look so disappointed? No, I'm so excited. I hate when they're gone. I love that they go. Mm-hmm. I love that they go and have adventures. I know adventures. the feelings. Yeah, more. Uh, no, I just like, you know me when they leave. I'm I know. just a mess. Like, I can't, I don't do anything. What have hey, you been up to? You were uh, all week by yourself at yeah. home. Yeah. The girls are on their. They're in California. Spring break. Yeah. Um. So you've been doing what? Nothing. Nothing. I As try. In, I try and keep myself busy. Like uh-huh. I try and do stuff. Find something to do. So like, what, you been, what are the things that you've been zero, trying to find to do? Zero. Like in like, your mind, you leave here, right? And in your mind, you're like, okay, today yeah. I'm going to fill the day with I, okay. this, 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 and this. So I, I put it this way. So this week, I looked at my schedule for ET, and I had some like real wild days where I was like, I had a lot to do, and I yeah. was happy about it sure. because I wasn't going to get, I wasn't going to finish early and go home and have those extra hours sitting and on the couch staring at the wall. Mm-hmm. So like last night. 
it. I, I think I don't know. I think I finished up at like five thirty, six o'clock last oh, night, nice. and then Early. and then so and then between like six and whatever, like I, I was just I, like I read some stuff for a while, and then oh, I, yeah, and then I, I I didn't even watch a show. Like I did nothing. I didn't even put the did television. You even take on. advantage of the fact that they're not there. You could do stuff that you wouldn't do if they were there. Like what though? Like that's like my walk thing. Around naked. I can do that when they're there. I mean, not around like, my kid. She's twelve. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, Dad, go put on some pants. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like drink drink from the orange juice carton. Well, I don't why why couldn't I do that when they were home? I have Maury okay, Maury, you have to understand, okay? Like you had little like you had little brothers not that long ago. I know they're a little bit more grown now, right? Do you think being in a house with a 12-year-old that me drinking out of a carton is going to be somehow be rebellious? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Do you know what, what twelve year olds do? do? I think he Maury's thinking about the things that he wishes he could do now as a grown adult. That if he were to do those things, he'd get yelled at by his husband. Right. Yeah. See, I don't have a family that yells at me though, more like you do. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah. Am I? No, I just miss them. <laughs> I'm not missing out on anything. It I looked just like miss, they had I a great time. Them. Yeah, they did. They did the. Um, where did they go? They did Palm Springs and Joshua Tree, and then. Uh, Santa Barbara, and then they did that whole trip up the Pacific Coast Highway up to Big Stuff Sur. Stuff that you see on the, in the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like amazing. Big Sur, Monterey, and, and all those places. Uh, no, it's, it's, a, so, it's a beautiful photo, drive. Catherine was like, I live here now. I thought she moved. Thought she, you thought like, you thought Catherine left me, and I just come in here every day like no big deal? I had like a text ready. Like I didn't know how to write to you going, what, what's going on? Like, <laughs> um, okay, so there was one day... Yeah, you, re- you read some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I read some stuff. Okay, yeah. so what else? I I had like you didn't try like I know how much you love cooking and you right. love being in the kitchen. Nothing. You didn't wanted to 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 try like a brand new recipe, no. something that you've always wanted to make no. and maybe spend a little bit of extra time, no, sir. like practicing that recipe. No, so that when sir. your family got back, you're no. like, check out what I. No. I learned to do. I ordered on Tuesday night uh, a bucket of uh, chicken fingers. A bucket? Yeah. Oh, my God. I ordered a bucket of chicken fingers, and, that, yeah. and, and I've had those since. Ew. That's all you've been eating? Yeah. Chicken fingers? Yeah. Do they keep? Yeah, they're great. How many are in this bucket? I bought 26 of them, I 26? think. 26? <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> How much was that? How much did that cost? Uh, 50 bucks. Wow. Oh my, so yeah. $50 in chicken fingers? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. read some stuff? Yeah, yeah. God damn, man, you need a yeah. hobby. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and you're the one always on FML. You're always telling people, Thank get a you. hobby. Thank you. Get a hobby. Find I, something to I do. Reali- fill your time. I realize my family's my hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But that's not a bad thing. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Just hearing this again? Goosebumps. The entire country yesterday was zoned in on Sportsnet watching this game live. So good. And the celebration started early. Oh, my God. Hey, do you think that, that... You think that ball was extra hard because of the weather? What do you mean? I think so. Oh, because like the you think it affected? Yeah, swells? yeah. Like, does it? Does it affect it? The temperature? I don't know, man. It should. 
But what a game. What an achievement. So great. Congratulations to Team Canada beating Jamaica 4 nothing. Sorry, 4-0 on yeah, the pitch. Thank you. 4-0. Um, yeah. I mean, technically, Jamaica scored. Yeah. That but, was like, but, but that was like on their own net. Yeah, right, so. I know. I know. That's a heartbreaker, though, an own I goal. Really, Oof, I know. Geez, I know. Man. I know. But the first goal came, like, came real early. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then the third, like, the, the time between the third and the fourth was like a matter of seconds. Yeah, yeah. No, they they really crushed yesterday. It was so good to watch. And then, again, you're talking about goosebumps, and you hear this at the end of the game. There'll be no stoppage time. Yo, November is going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because World Cup, not in the summer like it normally is because it's in Qatar, and Qatar is hot as hell, 120 degrees or something like that in the summer, so they had to move it so players don't start collapsing and stuff. Uh, Dan Amori was out there on the streets. Were you? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was on the pitch. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was pretty crazy down there, right? Like, it's one thing to see the atmosphere, like, see it on television, see people freaking out and, you know, kind of celebrating at home, but it's nothing compared to actually being there with the people. I loved the the footage of of the bus going through the crowd and all that red smoke with the bus afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, was it, how loud was it? Oh, you couldn't hear. You could. Yeah. Uh, Dan Memorial uh, so talking good. to fans uh, after the big oh, game no. yesterday. And there it is. How do you feel right now? Cheering them on. You witnessed history. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for everybody. I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm so, I, I have no words. I'm speechless. They deserve the win. They fought. They fought. They didn't have to fight. They just, they own this game. <laughs> they left everything, oh, everything on the floor. It was amazing. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe this day. <laughs> And this is the best time ever. Oh, my goodness. Sounds like, looks like you're about to cry. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, I got some tears. Yeah. We're making history. Go, Canada. Go. Go, Canada. Does it, what does it mean to you to have made this much history? 36 years. 36 years. Since 1986. Unbelievable. Imagine what you looked like back then. Yeah, I had hair. <laughs> it's really cool to see everyone come together. As, you know, everyone's so excited and everyone's saying hi to each other. And nobody knows each other, but they're all hyping each other up just because it's so, it's so nice, you know. <laughs> this is awesome. This is just as good as the Stanley Cup for the Leafs, and oh, wow. uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> wow. take it from there. You say this is as good as the Stanley Cup? I think this is good as the Stanley Cup because I think Canada is going to do great in the World Cup. No. You're, so you're saying on, right now. here on the Razamoka show that this would be better than the Stanley Cup? This would be better than the Stanley Cup right now. I've waited 36 years for this. We deserve this. We're the best team in CONCACAF. Well deserved. We have the best coach. And we're going to go far in this tournament. Can you imagine what you looked like 36 years ago? <laughs> I was 22 years old. It's been a long time. I love soccer. I'm so proud to be Canadian right now. It's a great moment. All right, I noticed that you're, like, the only guy here wearing a Jamaica shirt. Oh, no. And I wanted to just find out how you're doing. You know what? I wanted a good game. Jamaica was already eliminated, so I wanted to come and show support. But I'm happy for Canada to top the group anyway. 
the, on the bright side, I do chair for Canada as well, right? So, so you sit on the fence. <laughs> now I'm, that must hurt. Now, now that Jamaica's eliminated, I'm on the fence. Before I was all Jamaica. And how you feeling today? A little upset? Conflicted, yes, of course, because you hate that it comes at Jamaica's expense. But Aww. good for Canada. They deserve to be in the World Cup. Been the best team in CONCACAF throughout the whole time. Great young team. I'm very happy for them. I will be rooting for them in Qatar. But? But, you know, it does sting. It definitely <laughs> does sting. Hopefully but. Jamaica will be here for the World Cup in 2026. I'm definitely hoping for that. Oh, yeah. There we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Yo, yo, what up? It's your boyfriend's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. What's your name? Uh, Amit. Roz, Amit is a brand new listener to the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, uh, yeah? For how long, man? Uh, probably about a year. Yeah. Uh, Emmett sent us a text and said, Hey guys, for a few years, my wife kept telling me to listen to your show. She kept saying, I'm missing out. I started listening to your show for a year now, and uh, you are my permanent show. My wife knows best. <laughs> <laughs> so prior to listening to the Razamoka show, what did you used to listen to before? Uh, I used to listen to um, Scott and Cat and uh, Moran Tucker. Never heard of them. No. <laughs> So you switched over to the Razamoka show. Yeah. Um, well, we just wanted to call to uh, to say thank you for making the switch, know. and we appreciate your time. Have you uh, listened to the podcast as well? Yeah, I listened to the podcast. Okay, good, good, good. So you're all over I'm it, huh? Traveling this week, and uh, I've downloaded the uh, app, uh, the re- and I've been listening to you guys in the morning while I'm driving. Oh, nice. The, the app. So oh, nice. now that you've been listening to the show for about a year, do you have any questions? No. I don't. I like the show. It's good. Uh, I like I like the uh, Guyanese side Gum Guyanese as well too. So oh, oh god, big another, up, another up, one. I have never. You know my. You know. Okay. Before I started doing this show, uh-huh. right? You know how many Guyanese people I met. Knowing, maybe knowing that they were good. Zero. 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 And now you're just surrounded <laughs> and, by us. And now I'm surrounded. <laughs> I'm so, And like when you start playing the odds of like living in a city this size with the amount of people uh, who come from and have different backgrounds and all of this stuff in a, in a city like the one that we do this show in, in Toronto, um, you would think that just math alone would say... Right, that we would have a sort of greater diversity <laughs> on this on this show. No. no, we have like the entire Canadian Guyanese population is wild. zoned in on the Razamoka show. It's so wild to me, and I love it. You know me; I'm on my way to becoming Guyanese. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm doing the courses. I'm putting in the work. I'm not trying to fast track anything. I'm not walking up to the oh, counter man. doing it. You do you know who I am? Like I'm I'm doing I'm doing the courses. I'm learning the words. I'm doing all that stuff. It's a, it's an absolute appreciation for the people and the culture. Uh, Emmett, uh, thank you so much. Uh, if you no you have our contact info, if you have any other questions for the show, or you hear something on the podcast that you want to know about, or you need to know uh, any type of history on the Roz and Mocha show, feel free to reach out. Roz and I have been life partners now for almost 13 years yes, we have. uh and um yeah man love what we do and love talking to people people like you all right thanks brother. i really enjoy the show enjoy the uh, podcast as well too so right on brother you guys, well, you guys are a lot of fun and you know i like karen even with david Mori and shen and <laughs> people when you guys all get together and start joking around like it, it, it it's good because you can tell it's all natural it's not, yeah well yeah. uh then you know in listening for a year and then going through the podcast i'm going to ask you Amit, between ronza mocha who's your favorite uh i think you guys probably know it's going to be you mocha yeah. <laughs>
Thanks, man. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I wish you could see his face right now. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm already scrolling Twitter, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, he checked out. All right, brother. You, uh, you be safe. Have right, a great guys. day. Thank you. Thanks, man. You guys have a good Thanks for the call. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Ah, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Season two of Bridgerton is now available on mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did you watch season one? Or did uh, Catherine? Uh, no, I listened to a lot of season one because Catherine watched it. Catherine and Roxy. Did Roxy watch it? No. Is nah. it age appropriate? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> Deepa, do you? No. Is it appropriate for you, Deepa? Um, no, it's highly inappropriate for me. <laughs> <laughs> Deepa gets very, if you don't know, Deepa gets very uncomfortable uh, seeing people kiss, make out, yeah. um, any sex scenes. Yeah. What do yeah. you do again? You close your eyes or you just yeah, turn close, your head? Close my eyes or if they're all sitting next to me, I'll tell him to tell me when it's over so I can look again. That is exactly what my kid does. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. I remind yeah. everybody, Deepa, how old are you? I'm... Twenty six. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They listen, you know. So, you how do you even your watch taste. this show? Yeah, Did you watch the show. Okay, so, so season one was like half of it. I couldn't watch. I just had to fast forward a lot of it. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Then, but did season- you get an advanced copy of season two? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. And. I was worried. I was like, oh, my God, because I had to watch it by myself, obviously, because it was like all confidential. But to my surprise, there is a lot less sex in season two, which is a win for me, but maybe a loss <laughs> for everyone else. <laughs> so Eva had a chance to, to talk with some of the cast of uh, Bridgerton season two. Jonathan uh, Bailey, Simone Ashley. Oh, that's and- right, because what's his name's not in this season, right? Um, uh, Reggae John Page. Right, yeah. 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 Um, so um, like nat in this could not have worked out any 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 okay. more perfect. Okay, hit me. Right? Yeah. Like it started out the interview started the way for Deepa, yeah. the way you think it would start. <laughs> okay. Because Deepa was on mute. It was all on Zoom. Oh, no. <laughs> Deepa starts the interview. Okay. And she's on mute and doesn't realize that she's on mute. <laughs> but the cast they all know that she's on mute, but like they're British okay. and they're so nice. So polite. They Super don't say polite. anything. No, yeah. Hey, I'm Deepa. Nice to meet you guys. Hello? Hello? Oh, f***. <laughs> Unmute. Hello? Can you hear me now? Hey. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, talking fine. at you. <laughs> we couldn't see you, so it's yeah. all right. As soon as we okay. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are totally ignoring me. <laughs> no. no, no, we couldn't oh, see you. Fine. You look gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, all of a sudden they have to start. Yeah. You, you're the one that screwed up, right? I know. You're I the know. one that screwed up, and now they're like, oh, no, 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 but look at how beautiful you are. Yeah, deflect, deflect, deflect. I want to Charithra. I first off want to say a massive, massive congratulations to both of you because the Sharma sisters, they are such strong characters. And originally in the books, the sisters weren't South Asian women. So when I saw you guys on screen, I was so friggin' proud because. You were leading ladies and not token characters. So how does it feel, you know, playing those characters, knowing that, you know, the show decided to take that step? And and were you surprised at all about that? So, Simone, I'll start with you. It was a ripple effect, really. I think our amazing showrunner, Chris Van Dusen, from my understanding, he rightfully so um, encouraged diversity in the writer's room for season two. And Geetika came along and she actually, um, she's um, of South Asian descent and she pitched to Chris, hey, why don't we make the next two leading ladies um, Indian? And then here we are. And I think it's just, you know, it goes to show it really is a ripple effect and it's up to 
the people or the you know behind the scenes it's not just who's representing on screen producers showrunners writers the gatekeepers Mm. yeah um so yeah i um i was just so excited and um proud to be a part of this show uh this is deepa talking to the cast of Bridgerton season two, which is available on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier about how um, Deepa, when it comes to sex scenes or kissing mm-hmm. or making out scenes, mm-hmm. she usually fast forwards, right? <laughs> so, of course, just to make it even more awkward, she has to bring up some of the sex scenes <laughs> with the cast, specifically Jonathan Bailey, who plays Anthony Bridgerton. And Knowing that you're uncomfortable watching the stuff, why would you even ask about it in the interview? <laughs> well, it's because I don't watch it. So, like, oh. I need right. someone to tell so me So, wait about a second. It. So, you, so, you don't watch the sex scenes, but then you're going to ask the actor what I miss? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with okay. you. I have never seen a sex scene in my life. I can't deal with naked people. I fore through all of the scenes. So, Jonathan, this question is for you. Give me some intel. Like, how awkward is it to film these sex scenes? How many people are watching you and how many times do you have to film these scenes? Well, they play out just like any other scene. And also, of course, we're, we I know we've got intimacy coordinators, which is something mm. that we've had from day one on Bridgerton, mm. which the industry didn't have 10 years ago. So actually, the answer mm. is pretty boringly Aww. is that it's just like another scene. It's just mm. like another like scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we know we buy that, you know, we you approach it in a way that's just like make yeah. sure everyone's safe and that you're telling yeah. you it never felt awkward there was never like you know like an ostrich putting its head in the sand and running away from like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, they gave the the mm-hmm. safest answer possible yeah for innocent they, deepa yeah well they're not gonna go oh my god it's yeah. so hot <laughs> <That's what they laughs> <wanted. laughs> season two of bridgerton on netflix now the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello, hello, Roz and Mocha. What do you want to say? Hey, my name's Brandon. I just wanted to say thanks, guys, for, uh, you know, being on the air all the time. I've been listening since the beginning, and uh, you really kept me positive, and I'm on my way to my uh, dream job interview. So I just want to say thanks for everything keeping me uh, driven to get to that point. Aw, dude, thank you. That means a ton. You, What's know, the, you uh... know me, I am Mr. Keeping It Positive. <laughs> <laughs> all day, every all day. Day. <laughs> all day. Nothing but... Nothing but positivity <laughs> radiating from this guy. Yeah, I've been listening to the podcast, you know, every day on my way to work and on my way home from work. And uh, it keeps me positive and it keeps me uh, pushing on to what I really want to do in my life. And I just want to say thanks, guys. Oh, I do. And what is that that you want to do in your life? What's this dream job that you're going for? I'm going to be a firefighter. Oh, oh that's man. amazing, Congratulations, dude. Congratulations. Dude. That's uh, really great. Very admirable, amazing job. And uh, you know what, dude? We cannot thank you enough for sharing your time uh, with us, whether it's on the live show or the podcast. It really means a lot. Thanks, guys. I really we, uh, you must You must really love sleepovers in Chile, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Hold on, Brandon. Uh, you've listened to this show long enough. Uh, damn it, Maury wants to probably say something to you that's going to be perceived so, as being perverted. Go yeah, ahead. Go I just wanted to find out if we might see him in a future firefighter calendar. Uh, are you calendar worthy? Uh, you know, I could probably get to that point, you know, but if I do, Same. I'll make sure that I send one directly to Maury just yeah. for himself. I'll sign yeah. it and everything. Yeah. No, you know what would be petty as hell? If you sent it to us and yeah. signed it for, uh, to, damn it, Matthew, yes. his husband. Oh, and then we better. gave it to oh, Matthew. God, yeah. Oh, perfect. I'll actually do that. Sorry, Maury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Enjoy the, enjoy the chili. <laughs> oh, I will. Thank you very much, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. It's a uh, WrestleMania week leading up to WrestleMania oh, weekend. Oh, yeah! <laughs> 
You got Hall of Fame Friday night, night one on Saturday, night two on Sunday. Uh, Ronda Rousey, she's not in WWE anymore, right? Oh, she is. Is she? She is. Not only that, she's going to be wrestling on night one. Is she? Oh, Saturday. Hold on. Wasn't there like a whole thing that went down where she was trashing them and I thought she got canceled? We didn't cancel Ronda Rousey? No, that was because she got pregnant and then she had the baby. They canceled it because she got pregnant? No, they didn't cancel her because no. of that, but it was all part of storyline. Yeah, she was, like, bashing the fans because the fans turned on her yeah. her first time around. Yeah, yeah all storyline, man. No. Yeah. no. It was all part of the storyline. Story yeah. I thought, because I, I, I'm watching this clip of Ronda on, uh, on Ellen, and uh, and I thought that we I thought we canceled Ronda Rousey. No. We didn't cancel no. Ronda Rousey. All... I've there have been so many Ronda Rousey things that I've wanted to do for the last little while, and I avoided oh. them because I thought no. that she was. Uh, I thought that she was. You know. No, no, no. no? She's back, and now she's back, and she's fighting. Oh, interesting. Fighting for the title on Saturday. Oh, Charlotte Flair. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh hell. So she. So it was about a kid then. That's the reason why she left. Then correct. Ah, uh, storyline for God's sake. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, yo, for real. WWE got him. I know. Well, no, but I don't watch, right? I watch Twitter, right? You know what I mean? Um, Okay. And people take wrestling far too seriously because I took the reaction as a legit reaction. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I only went by people who were really trashing her. And I was like, oh, I guess we hate Ronda Rousey now. And then I just believed them. And no, oh, now I feel terrible. I've disliked the woman for a long time. Do you want to do a Ronda Rousey segment where we can go back and do all the stories that you. That is not necessary at all. 100%. You just want to go through the history of your. No. Of your new stories. Nah, bro. No, I'm good. I'm good. I can block like. But I. No. 15 minutes right We're now. Good. We could burn no. through a bunch. No, 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 no. We're oh. good. But uh, but Rhonda is, I guess, promoting WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. She's on Ellen today. And talking about her kids because um, they, she and her husband gave their kids these traditional Hawaiian names. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Kid, right? Bro, Just one. No. Uh, one. No, she has how many kids does she no, have? She has one. Does she have one kid? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it, it one? Is it Zoe or Zoe? No, 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 no. No, Poe. anyway, no. Poe. Poe. No. So listen to listen to Rhonda because uh, I understand like heritage and I understand legacy and I understand all of that stuff when it comes to naming your kids. Mm-hmm. But the least you can do is to name your kids something that you yourself can pronounce. How do you pronounce it? It's Laakea Makalapua Okalani Po Brown. I know. She's a Hawaiian. My husband's Hawaiian. He's got a Hawaiian name. So do my kids. So my other boys. So I couldn't name her Stacy May to kind of stand out. Okay. So what is your son's name? Um, we have Kaleo. Oh my God. This is a quiz. Uh, Kaleo. But that's a short name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The middle, they have two middle names. Okay. It's Kave Pe. <laughs> oh no. Rhonda. Puakea <laughs> Lealoha, I think. Is uh, wait, Chavez. wait, yeah. what you think your son's name is? Yes, Keave Pua Kealealoha, and then it's Kaleo uh, Lealoha Okalani, and Travis's middle name is Kuuli'ilohoha, which I had to practice when we got married. <laughs> yeah, so I really practiced my, my little girl's name a lot, but it took a couple tries. Aren't there short Hawaiian names anywhere? There's no Chad or anything. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of options to shorten it. You know, there's a lot of nickname options. Like, what will there. her name be shortened? Well, we just call her Poe. And the last oh. name is what? Brown. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so her husband has two other kids? Uh, he has two kids. Oh, okay. Because oh, her gotcha. husband is okay. Uh, Travis, okay. Travis Brown. Brown, right, yes. the UFC fighter. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those are some long-ass names, huh? Yeah. Right? Come on now. Yeah. Now, is, did, did you, who in here said, we, we had this conversation before about like the, was, is it Guyanese where they, you have like your name and then like some other name that nobody uses, but it's still your name? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's that all Deepa, about? does your mom What's have? What's your mom's name, Deepa? Didn't she have one of those things? Um, yeah, so her name is Sarojni. Yeah. And then her like call name or pet name is Mala. Right. My dad's name is Omkar. Yeah. And his call name is Raj. Look, so, I don't understand what a call name is. Explain like, call that name, to me. Like, like your we, fake name. Like, Not fake name, but by, yeah. it's what like other people would call you. Okay. So they won't call you by your name. They'll call you by your what they call a call name. Yeah. Okay. So a call name is like your like a like a short version abbreviation nickname. Yeah. Right. It's the, or it it's could the be a nickname. Yeah. So you have your given name, which is me. No, like your dad. Oh, uh, Omkar. Omkar, and he goes by Raj. Raj. Yeah. But okay. So like okay, for example, my mother and a yeah. lot of my aunts for some reason, and I don't know if you guys have this as well, but. Mm. So my mom, her name is Zarina. Yeah. Right? But like when she went to work, when she was like working at the Bay or wherever, people yeah. call her BB. BB. B-I-B-I. So on her name tag, when she yeah. was at the Bay, would say B-I-B-I. And I okay. have like one of my aunts, her name is Shiroon. Yeah. But at work, they right. call her BB. And I can't right. tell you the amount of aunts that I have who have like their actual given birth name. Right. But when they all came to Canada, I don't know if they thought like, it would be weird for white people to say their names, yeah. their actual birth names. So yeah. they just had everyone call them Bibi. Wow. See, when white people do this, they just take a long name and shorten it, right? Like if you're Jennifer, you become Jen. Right. Yeah. If, right you know what I mean? If yeah, you're yeah, Christopher, yeah. you become Chris. Your mom's name is what? Zarina. She became? Bibi. Correct. Okay, I get it. Um, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to, like it's very, the, the, white people do have that though. Like, I will still never understand how you got Dick from Richard. Yes. Right? Uh -huh, I'll sure. never understand that. I don't understand how you get Buffy from Elizabeth. Wow, what? I never heard I've that never before. Heard. Right? That's yeah, real? Yeah, yeah. I never understood, uh, never understood that. And then I'll never understand how you got, God, what's the other one? White people have another real weird one. I mean, oh, white people, don't get uh, me wrong. They have Charles a lot of and Chuck? Chuck and Charles, yeah, yeah, that's another sort of weird yeah. one. Um, but uh, but yeah, normally you just take like you know even like Maury would become I guess Mo. Yeah. Do Mo. people call you Mo? Yeah. Right. Donald becomes Don. Yeah. Like you know, you know, see what we do here, right? Mm -hmm. We simplify it. Agreed. Right. We 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 uh, we take the name and you just chop off the end letters. Yeah. Right. There's no confusion yeah. for things. Yes. No, a guy needs to just make up a whole you new make name. Make up a whole <laughs> new name. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Emily. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Well, if I leave my current job, it could make my upcoming wedding really awkward. Oh, no. You, if you quit your job, it's going to ruin your wedding? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so you wrote this, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, lately, I've been struggling with what to do career-wise. I got a bachelor's degree in computer science, but I graduated April 2020. Uh, okay, you wrote a lot here. Um, <laughs> I got no time. I got no time. I have no time for this. So, so okay, so so you have a job, right? 
And, yes, I have and, a great job. Okay, and you you may want to leave that job, but the problem is that you invited a bunch of coworkers from your current job to your wedding, and that you're worried that if you do leave that job, the coworkers are going to be at your wedding, and it's going to be all awkward, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, but you know, people God. change like jobs all the time, right? And they still remain, if they choose to, uh, remain friends with people that they've worked with in the past. I know, but it's like I, I work at a small company, so it's like I couldn't just invite a couple people. Like I invited everyone, like the CEO and everything. Like everyone. Oh my God. Okay, let me let me ask you this question. Okay, if you were working there, right? Yeah. And then you left that job. And the day that you left that job, we're no longer working there. You got engaged, right? Yeah. Would you call all those people at that place that you just left and invite all those people to your wedding? No. Why are they coming to your wedding? Because it's like, it's just like, it's a small company. So it's like everyone that's there, we're very close knit, like when we're working, but it's like, I wasn't actively working there. Maybe like one or two people if, I'd invite, but it's too late now. They're all invited. I know, I know. But if you if you weren't working there, none of these people would be invited. So why are they invited? Well, because they are. <laughs> uh, okay. How many people are we talking about? Um, it's fifteen. Oh my god, girl Emily, you said a small company, a small working. It's a small company. <laughs> I, I guess 15. that's a problem. You can't invite nine. Right, sure. if there's 15 people that work there, I don't uh, okay, know. So, but still, so then that's, that's like the problem is like some of them, like I would definitely invite regardless, but it's like you can't just invite some of them. Well, yeah, you can. You can. Guess you what? Absolutely you can. can't. It's just like with family, right? Like, oh, if you invite this aunt, then you gotta invite that one, and yeah. it's like it just spirals out of control. So that's 15 people, and each one of them got a plus one. I not everyone. Okay. Okay. A plus okay. One. okay. Okay. How many people at your wedding total? Um, a little over 100. And 15 of them are people that you Holy. don't want to be there from the place you work no that's okay so sorry 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 11 of them you don't want to be there <laughs> okay okay uh so this is your mess uh-huh yeah. right this is yeah. this is your mess i don't and... know personally i don't feel like you need to feel bad about switching jobs no and like still having the people who you used to work with at your at your wedding you're thinking way too much about this yeah okay now if like... if you if you left this job right is, yeah. there, is there a part of you that if you, is it like, if, when's your wedding? In June. In June. So if you left next week, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to uninvite all those people to your wedding? No. Oh. Yeah, why? you can't do that. Why not? You can't uninvite people to a wedding. They don't want to go anyway. I mean, some people said no, not everyone's coming, listen, but like. Listen, if, if I worked at a place that was 15 people and I got invited along with the other 14 people, I would be so pissed at you. <laughs> I would be so pissed at you because how am I supposed to say no at that point and what be the <laughs> only one in the office be the only one in the office who doesn't go to your wedding uh, Mocha is right you, you, you cannot sacrifice opportunity for awkwardness at a wedding Okay. Here, here's what I'm going to tell you. If you leave that job, I guarantee you that that number on your wedding day shrinks from 15 to something real small like all of a sudden they can't go. Yep. Maybe. I don't yep. know. I just don't. Yeah, I think okay. they're gonna I think they're gonna take care of the awkwardness for you. Okay. And then that leaves open some spots for uh, your new coworkers. Yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> That'd be great. Your new manager, as soon as you yeah. accept the new job, be like, yo, you want to come to my wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe is, I just won't invite more coworkers. Is there uh is there a woman who works with your husband at his place of work that flirts with him? Maybe you should invite her too. <laughs> Make it real awkward. Not that I know of. Have an X's table. 
Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, why no, my ex hates me. Why don't you make it real awkward? Yeah, invite him. <laughs> Emily, I think you're fine, and you're yeah. looking into this a little bit too much. Do not sacrifice opportunity for because of a potential of being a one awkward afternoon. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah go, you're right. Go get you that new job. Okay, I think I just need to hear it from you guys. Yep. <laughs> you're right. All right, okay. congratulations, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, later. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, so, okay, so hold on here. Uh, good morning, Shem. How are you? I am I am well. Oh, oh, hello. I can't hear you at all, man. Oh, I don't know. There we go. There we go. There we hey. go. Okay, so I want to get everybody's initial reaction first to that, uh, to that slap. My first initial reaction was that Will Smith was lucky that wasn't Dwayne The Rock Johnson that he slapped. Well, it wouldn't have, he wasn't. wouldn't have slapped him if it was Dwayne The Rock that, Johnson. That we all true. know that. That is true. Uh, did you think it was real, or were you like, how long did before you realized it wasn't staged? I'll tell you, I didn't. Th- I didn't realize it was like fully real until. Cause I'm skeptical about everything, right? I think we all are. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize it was real until Will Smith's acceptance speech. Really? Honestly. Wow. wow. Even when he went after the slap and sat down and started like cursing on live no. TV, I really, I really thought that this was just a poorly scripted moment, and yeah. I think part of that was because. Chris Rock just, I mean, he looked shook, right? Yeah. He really did look shook, but he didn't hit him back. And I feel like that would be like your my first no. natural reaction com- is to, is to you know, fist up and, I and, think and he, composure. And composure. Composure. Chris Rock was probably just stunned. Yeah. yeah like all of us, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, damn it, Maury. How long until you realized it wasn't staged? I realized as soon as uh, Chris Rock started then fumbling through what he was supposed to say. Yeah. What about when his face started swelling up? <laughs> Like, he didn't know how to say oh, yeah, documentary. Right? He started slurring. Like, he's talking out of the side of his mouth. Like, his face started freezing up. What a way to kick off WrestleMania week, huh? Uh, um, so, uh, Maury, when you're when you're watching this, uh, are you, were you watching it alone or are you watching it with no, Matthew? I was watching it with Matthew. We were having chicken wings. Yeah. And, like, I dropped my chicken wing. I was like, oh, my God, we got to <laughs> wow. rewind. And I was so shocked. You were, I you didn't were that wipe shocked my, you dropped your chicken wing. I didn't even wipe my hand to hit rewind. Yeah. My, my remote was dirty. Um, it was what did you think when you saw it? It was the, the amount of time that was bleeped, which was led me to believe immediately that it was real. Mm. Because Will Smith, for all the things Will Smith is, um, Will Smith, I don't think, is the person who does something whether it's funny or whatever but knows that nobody's going to see it yeah. and if he and as soon as i realized that he was saying the f word as many times as he did and they bleeped it i realized it was real because if that was a bit he never would have done something that was going to get it censored mm-hmm. right he would have he would have made sure that the audience would have got the full effect of everything sure. what so happened between laughing and then that like he laughed first yeah and J- then yeah and then, and then jada, jada didn't jada laugh at, uh, yeah jada didn't, jada didn't, jada didn't laugh, laugh. Mm-hmm. and then because I see everyone, everyone. So this is not my line. Yeah, I'm just taking it from what everyone is saying. Yeah, that Will Smith looked at his wife Jada. It was like, what would Tupac do? Right, exactly. <laughs> right, and then yeah. he walked up there. Yeah, it's uh, it's we an interesting thing because Jada. because you know, Chris Rock could have come out and made one of the many jokes mm-hmm. about you know, Jada having sex with other dudes. Yeah. And he probably wouldn't have got smacked for it. You right. know what I mean? It's like a real wild... Bring, bring back up the right? entanglement. Yeah, it's a real wild thing. But Will Smith has has gone really out of his way in the last few years since Jada started embarrassing him on her show uh, to sort of like up the masculinity. You know sure. what I mean? Like to up the macho and uh, to prove that he's, you know, like still the man and stuff. And how this was the tipping point is beyond me. 
I really, because I really don't know. I, and like, I, I was reading an article this morning about like Chris Rock roasting the two of them like years past. Yeah, yeah, no, right? I know multiple yeah, times. Yeah, and not not catching heat like this from yeah, from yeah. Will Smith. And then and then the standing ovation, and then everybody. This was. If anybody is wondering what inside Hollywood is like and what show business is actually like, that moment at the Academy Awards last night is all you need to know about Hollywood. And that is everything looks awesome and glitzy and fun and Mm. frivolous. And then someone does something awful. And the whole community immediately carries on like nothing happened and then five minutes later award the person who did the awful thing Mm. that is hollywood question because i didn't watch show live last night right yeah i went to bed at 7 30 yeah so i saw all of this overnight when i got up um what time how far into the broadcast did this happen far yeah. Really? Because the Far. show started at 8? Yeah. Like, it was just before 11 p.m. That late? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it was, then it was late. after the slap yeah. and that interaction, mm-hmm. how many minutes until Will Smith got his award and jumped up 20? on stage? 20? Yeah, about 20. Really? 20 minutes? Yeah. And nobody said anything. Nobody said it was all. It was as if it didn't happen. Well, no, but Pete Diddy mentioned stuff because well, he came on. Yeah, but he said we're going to sort it out. And whatever. Then Amy Schumer mentioned like the vibe of the room. Yeah, but nobody, nobody. T- they just carried on giving away awards. Yeah, like it was the wildest thing. But they, they. That's what that's what Hollywood does. Is, is something like that happens, and they all just carry on like nothing happens. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me play you the um, Jim Carrey clip. So he was on, uh, was it GMA he was on? With Gail King. And he was talking about the uh, the Will Smith slap. Mm-hmm. And it's it's an odd thing to hear because you normally don't hear somebody at Jim Carrey's level speaking this way about somebody at Will Smith's level, like we were talking about. Hollywood, when somebody does something terrible, they all carry on and they... The machine makes it go away. Sure. That's the world they all live in, right? Behind all those people in the front of the Academy Awards the other night, behind them all were all the publicists who their job is to make this all go away. Mm -hmm. And collectively in that room, you saw it happen live in real time, which is they just made it all go away. And then they all forgot about it. They pretended nothing happened. And then they gave Will Smith a standing ovation, right? That's their whole thing. And nobody really speaks out at in a way that Jim Carrey spoke out about the Will Smith slap. So this is uh, Jim Carrey with Gail King. You watched it unfold and then what happened after? I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless, en masse. And uh, it just, it really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. There was some question today about if anyone else had walked from the audience and done that, they would have been escorted out by security or maybe even arrested. The police asked asked Chris if he wanted to file charges. They asked Chris, do you want to file charges? And Chris apparently said, no, he did not. He doesn't want the hassle. I'd have have, uh, announced this morning that I was suing Will for $200 million because that video is going to be there forever. It's going to be ubiquitous. You know, that insult is, 
going to last a very long time. If you want to yell from the audience and disapprove or sh show a disapproval or say something on Twitter or whatever, you, you know, you do not have the right to, to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. No, no, I agree. I, I think we all agree on that. I just thought, Jim, that it escalated to that. You know what I mean? That it escalated to that level. It didn't escalate. It came out of nowhere because Will has something going on inside him that's frustrated, and I, I, I wish him the best. I really do. I don't, I don't, you know, mm -hmm. I don't have anything against Will Smith. He's done great mm -hmm. things, but that was have not a good moment. It cast a, a pall over everybody's shining moment. It was just a selfish moment to cast a pall over the whole thing. Mm. And the uh, conspiracy theories are out now. There was oh, a, there really? was a, oh my god oh hit me so there I was that there, there's a Photoshop picture where people are like if you look at the slap in 8K Chris Rock has a a pad on the side of his face oh stop it where it's a really good Photoshop job but it's a Photoshop job nonetheless and yeah. then they had to come out and say that that was fake. There's people talking about how this is all rooted in Scientology because Will and Jada I guess were Scientologists at some point and that uh, slap. Slapping in Scientology is something that is not only encouraged, but it's mandatory when somebody disrespects you. What? And that if you don't slap the person who disrespects you, somebody higher up in Scientology will do the slapping for you. Meaning, I guess Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise he's, he's the because he's at the he's, he's at the top of the pyramid. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot. Oh I'm telling God. you, man. There's a lot of theories going on do out you think there. That, um, Gail, do you think that Jim misunderstood Gail when she said it was escalating? I think she meant over the years and i don't think jim understood that question mm, no i don't i don't know but i think that jim's answer was fine because yeah, I, so I, I. I think that i think that i think that jim nailed it now the question is this right so this can go either one of two ways and i want to get your opinion on this either chris rock and will smith wind up on a stage together presenting some award within a year mm -hmm. right where they both decide together that it's better for our careers to move past this collectively together. Or does this go the way, because right now what a lot of people are waiting on is in a weird way, uh, people are waiting on to hear what Dave Chappelle has to say about it all. And depending on what way Dave Chappelle goes, and we've seen this before, and slapping a comic, there is no other area within show business where people stick together more than stand-up comics. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, the other way this could go is, do the comics turn on Will Smith the same way they've turned on other people? Bill Cosby went to prison because Hannibal Burris stood on stage and said that he rapes women. Mm -hmm. And it was a secret that everybody knew, but nobody said it out loud. Do comics destroy Will Smith? That's the, that's the other thing. I think because if you go looking around for dirt on Will Smith, yeah. guess what? You're going to find it. I think there's a the lot comedy, of stories because Chris Rock is so protected in that world. And because Chris Rock is like at the epitome of that world yeah. where all these comics all look up to Chris Rock, the great Chris Rock, they're going to do anything and everything they can to protect that man, to protect his name. So yeah. I say that they all every single comic bands together for Chris Rock. I think both things happen actually. Think I, so? I think I think think about it, right? Uh Will Smith is the Chris Rock of his thing and vice versa, I think it's fair to say, right? They're yeah. both they're both legends in in what they yeah. do. 
I think you're absolutely going to see Dave Chappelle lead the way of comics going against Chris Rock. But I also agree Will Smith. that Will Smith, sorry. Yeah. But I also agree with you. I think in about a year's time, maybe even two, the two will show up on stage. There'll be a big standing ovation and people will love to see it. I guarantee right. it's going to happen. Yeah, it's because there is nobody. What's that, Maury? I was just going to say, I don't know if it's going to be presenting an award. I My prediction is they do something bigger together, like they tour together or do something. No, together. no, 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 no chance. Uh, but but with, with Dave Chappelle, because what's interesting about Dave Chappelle is there are very few people in show business who hate the poisonous nature of Hollywood more than Dave Chappelle does. Mm-hmm. I think and, Dave Chappelle is on Chris Rock's side, though. Oh, no, no, 100%. Right? But it's how far does he go? What what sort of how does how does Dave Chappelle frame this? Because and I know it's crazy to think that a comic is going to change the direction of this whole thing. But Dave Chappelle could easily change the direction of this whole thing Mm, with with his take on it. And that will if Dave Chappelle stamps the approval of we have now turned on Will Smith, the entire community will turn on Will Smith. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, uh, I will ask you this, Mocha, and I'll ask anybody else who's listening right now. You can feel free to text us. Um, the qu- <laughs> The question is: Do you even remember, or what did you do when you turned eighteen? Because that was a big one. Turning eighteen is always a big one for people. Yeah. What did do you remember? What you did when you turned eighteen? It wasn't that long ago, right? True. Went true. to Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Went to Montreal with the guys. And how? Because uh, every oh, that's right. Because Montreal, the drinking age is different, uh-huh. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Of course, I remember. Now, do you remember that night? No. No, you don't. Okay, so this is what I'm trying to get Why at here. Why would I remember that night? Okay, this is what I'm trying to get at. Again, I, um, I need to know if you remember what you did on your 18th birthday. Why are you asking? Because you because yours? no, because last night Maury's little brother turned 18 oh and daniel right daniel, yeah and maury and maury took him out to celebrate <laughs> come on no offense maury but that sounds like a boring oh. night you didn't even hear what we did so maury's sending maury's sending me pictures i guarantee of, it's lame okay so maury's sending me maury's sending me pictures um of what he uh what he and daniel got up to last night so the first picture Maury sends me is a picture of just his hand holding a Coors Light. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay. I was like, where are you? And then he sends me a picture of he and Daniel in the crowd at uh, the Raptors game. And I'm like, oh, that's oh, cool, nice. right? That's really cool. And he's yeah. like, it's uh, it's uh, it's my little brother's 18th birthday. Thought we'd go out. And I'm like, man, this looks dope, man. You got an older brother who's in like, you know, very late 40s and has access to cool things like <laughs> Raptors tickets and everything else, right? Yeah. And uh, and you take him to a Raptors game. And then, and then, and I'm just like, that is like every 18 year old dude's, you know, real dream birthday, or at least one of them, right? Sure. Heading out to a Raptors game, great seats, everything else. And then the next picture Maury sends me is uh, him saying, oh, and it was drag night. So uh, I also, uh, he also got to meet uh, this super famous drag queen that was there. Okay. And then it's a picture of Dammit Maury, his brother Daniel, and this drag queen who's taller than I am. How old is this drag queen? Oh, the drag queen's like six four or something. And then and then and then Tainomi Banks. Ty, is that her name? Tainomi Banks. Tainomi yeah, it was Banks. Pride Night last She's night. She's famous, yeah. right? Yeah, super famous. So how is so okay, so you take Daniel out to introduce him to drag queens on his eighteenth birthday, right? <laughs> Dream <laughs> come true. <laughs> Yo, on the flip side, I will tell you, my eighteenth birthday, dudes yeah. Montreal got drunk yeah. and the guys took me to a strip club. Right. 
Right. This was not that. This was definitely not <laughs> no, that. No, 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 no. This was not that. Now, was Daniel sort of blown away by getting to meet so, such a famous drag queen or no? So when we got there, I'm like, I want to introduce you to somebody super famous from Drag Race. Okay. okay. And he's like, yes. okay, cool. And I'm like, look over there. We're going to go and meet Tainomi Banks. And he's like, wow, she's gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, she is. She's beautiful. Yeah. And then the game's going on. He's cheering on. He's like standing. He's like, and then all of a sudden close to the end of the game, he's like, I have a question for you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay, yeah, cool. Go ahead. You know, because we're having a good time yeah. and he's like so what exactly is drag <laughs> and i'm like oh, he didn't know. He and didn't i'm like know. okay so here's the deal drag is awesome yep. and you know it's guys who will dress up as women and perform and yep. and you know full makeup sometimes they they make their outfits yep. and and you know and they put on a performance and people love it he's like yeah i thought so <laughs> but then the cool thing was he's like but she really looks gorgeous, yeah, and he kept yeah. saying she, which was amazing. Yeah, because uh, this picture, birthday, this, this picture, uh, like uh, Tainomi is just like done right up. Like I know it was a Raptors game. Yeah, let me see. Let me but see. like that is like Drag Race level makeup oh, and outfit. Wow, like not just showing Bro, up. You know what I mean? Look like how not small. Maury looks. Oh, next to <laughs> look at look at the two of them. Oh no, right? you guys. Like, look at the two You look of like them. a bunch of children. I know, I know. Except, like, you know, your face, you look 50 more. Right. right. Oh, man. <laughs> like, like, Daniel looks so, 18. So that's what you should listen. First of all, drag is, I was, the best way to explain drag is drag is high art, right? Like, that's Super just, high that's just it's really, an, that's, it, you have to know what you're doing. It's, 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 it's absolutely, it, it takes so many different levels of art. But uh, so that's what Daniel did on his 18th birthday is that he went to a Raptors game with Maury, drank light beer. Did he have a beer or no? Yes, I bought him a beer. Oh, you and you know what? I learned that you shouldn't really tweet. You know that you bought your eighteen-year-old brother a beer because then you get murdered on Twitter. Oh, oh what are people saying? People are like, you know, that's illegal. And I'm like, come oh, on, enough already. <laughs> if you, so but then if you course. drove three hours and a half, it wasn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shut up. Hold on, let me uh, get to some text real quick. Took my fake ID, went to the bar with a bunch of older students. We drank and partied until class started at nine a.m. Oof. The next day. Oof, that hurts. Uh, when I turned 18, I went to the bank to get my credit card, and that was it. No, what are you doing? <laughs> no. so, I, so I turned 18 and ruined my life? Uh, most of it was a blur. Uh, All I remember is waking up in my friend's basement, cuddling his dog, wearing a Greek god's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Were you wearing the Greek god's outfit, oh, or the dog oh, the was dog. wearing Read it? that text again. Most of it was a blur. All I remember is waking up in my friend's basement, Cuddling his dog wearing a Greek god's outfit. No, definitely that was the dog wearing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, man, we are getting okay. some great are we? replies here. Yeah. So the question was, what did you do or do you even remember what you did when you turned 18? Because it was such a monumental, uh, it's always a monumental birthday. Do you remember? I don't know if I we don't. asked you. You don't remember I have at all. No, bro. Jim, do you have, remember? I have no idea. Um, I yeah. I mean, I, I had a girlfriend at the time and um, I had. Let's just call it a rite of passage with that girlfriend. I lost my virginity. You did? Um, yeah. 18. Oh, that's a that's big. That's breaking news. Yeah, there I, you go. I had no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. That kind of honesty is uh, it's not required, but it's always appreciated. Shem, <laughs> thank you very much uh, for yeah, that. Maury, on your 18th birthday, do you remember? Yes, I had uh, dinner with my dad. <laughs> do you want to go back to Shem? No. And then what? <laughs> no, that was it. Like my dad took oh. me out. We went to uh, like a milkshake place. <laughs> Oh, because yeah. your 18th birthday was in the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 
Me and Paul went to the soda shop, right? Uh, yeah, Got some, some, a couple some, of wobbly pops. Yeah, sometimes Maury's stories from when he was younger are like hysterical and endearing and wild, and then other times you're just like, oh man, yeah, right? Totally. Like and this is one of those. This times. is one of those. Oh man. Uh, somebody said. Uh, I remember for my 18th birthday, none of my friends came to celebrate. So all of my brother's friends came to celebrate my birthday with me. We chilled, had a bonfire in the backyard, and then they decided that I should get high with them. Oh, no. And smoke weed. So I did. And I tripped out and went to bed and had the best sleep ever. (laughs) (laughs) Like Shem's night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For my 18th... let me see here. Oh, when I turned 18, I went to the bank, got a credit card, and then went to the bingo hall. I won 1500 bucks. Wow, good for you. There's a lot of people who texted in and who said that they went out and bought their first lottery ticket. Oh, really? When they huh? turned 18. Yeah. That's like something that people wanted to do. See, I don't ever remember wanting to do that when I turned 18. Like, um, I, never, I never thought, oh, man, now I can play the lottery. <laughs> right? Right. Like, it was, that's, a weird, that's a weird one. But, yeah, go on. Uh, someone said that their dad took them to the strip club in Montreal. For their Jeez. 18th birthday? Jeez, you got one of those cool dads, huh? Uh, on my 18th birthday, I thought I could drink 18 shots. No. Let's just say that did not work in no. my favor. Dude, you couldn't do 18 shots of milk. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if you did 18 shots of milk, you'd be throwing up. You so, might as well drink milk. Uh, someone said uh, I got my first tattoo on my birthday. Someone said I was pregnant on my 18th birthday. Whoa. Oh, wow. Wait. Is that person no Shem? No, 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 I am not the father. No. Let's go to the phones. Uh, hello, welcome to the Ron Zamoka Show. What is your name? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, what's up, love? It's Kim. Hi, Kim. What? Do you remember what you did on your 18th? I totally remember what I did on my 18th. My boyfriend of two years dumped me. No. On your 18th birthday? Why? What? On my 18th birthday. I have no idea. Greener pastures, I suppose. But on your birthday? On my birthday. I thought we would go somewhere, do something. It would be special. It was my 18th birthday. And he told me it's over and drove away. Oh, like what do you mean? Like he left you there? No, like, well, he had come over to my house. Oh, Jeez, dumped man, me man, and listen, drove away. Okay, go do the <laughs> next. Do it the next day. Like if it's your girl's like yeah. birthday, right? Just say you're sick or something, yep. and, and just show up the next day and and dump you. Don't don't drive over on your birthday. Park in the driveway. Yeah. You hear that car door. Your heart starts going. Yeah, right. You Aww. look you look out the window. No balloons. Okay, but that's cool. He's a nice guy. And then he comes up and dumps you and drives away. That Did he stay is... for cake? No cake. <laughs> no no cake. Uh, so how's your life now? Um, it's wonderful. <laughs> okay, good. Do you have a new guy? I do. You do? How how long now? Yes. Uh, 18 years. Oh, wow. Does he know about this guy? Uh, he does, yes. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Well, thank you very much for that. Sharing yeah. that story, Getting Kim. dumped on your 18th. That's the worst, man. I'm so sorry about that. That happened to you. Uh, I have two more to read to you. Yeah, One person ahead. said, on my 18th birthday, my mom took me to an Ikea, uh, to Ikea for breakfast. And another person <laughs> said that on their 18th birthday, their parents sent them rental properties. Oh, come Rental property oh, listings. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Happy birthday. Get out. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Emily, on your 18th birthday, what happened? My then boyfriend bought me um, windshield wipers, <laughs> windshield fluid, yeah. and uh, tire locks for my 
car. Good boyfriend. Hold on. Did, great, did great 18th he, like, birthday. Forget that it was your birthday, and then like on his way to your place, quickly run over to Canadian Tire. Not even, not even. He was so proud to give me those tire locks. <laughs> oh, so this was planned from yes. before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, good for you. I uh, you, every now and then it's it's great to have somebody in your life, even if it's not going to be the person that you take through life for your entire life. It's always good to to spend a little bit of time with that one person who uh, you know what it's like to be with somebody who, on a, such a monumental birthday, is turning eighteen, uh, is going to buy you windshield wipers. <laughs> yes, safety first. Right. You Whatever know? happened with that guy? Uh, I dumped him. Oh, oh, <laughs> because of that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He oh. cheated after that. But oh, It's no. always the guys that buy you wipers for your birthday that are going to cheat on you. <laughs> yes. It always goes Save like that. Give yourself a headache. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you, guys. Love Bye. you, guys. Love, Love you, too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, I got to give a shout-out to all the parents out there who have the Encanto soundtrack stuck in their heads all day without even having the music being played. Mm-hmm. It's just in there. No matter what you're doing, at some point in the day, if you've watched Encanto and you have young children at home, the songs, any of the songs from the soundtrack uh, will get pushed into your mind and then you just do everything you can to get it out and you just can't. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk uh, about It's a regular Bruno. occurrence in our house with my almost five-year-old. It was my he watches the movie all the time. Really? Yeah. But we listen to the soundtrack more than we watch a movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it? No. Oh my God, it's so good, dude. No. It's so good. And the music in it is amazing. Yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh huh. Yeah, you, can, you can actually music. tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's got his fingerprints all over it. Um, so on Instagram the other day, Kim Kardashian posted a video of her daughter, North, Northwest. Yeah sitting in the back seat of the car with one of her friends singing this song. Yeah. And then, like, does the words, like, recites it perfectly. Oh, bro. And then gets to the rapping part. And I'm watching the video, this part, and she's getting it. She's doing it all, right? Yeah. But her hand movements, and if you've seen this, you know what I'm talking about. Her hand movements, the way she moves her head, her eyes, her mouth, everything is Kanye West, her dad. Really? Yeah. It, I don't know if you guys saw this video on Kim's Insta, but yeah, just the rapping part, it yeah. looked like that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, oh my God, this is Kanye right here. So she starts singing the song and her friend is doing the ad-libs in the, next to her. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to get to the rapping part. And this is where, when I watched the video, I was like, that's Kanye for sure. Like a lot of her mannerisms are her father. Really, yeah? Uh, but just in case the yeah. song wasn't in your mind at all yet so far, 
Uh, I apologize if it is. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know what makes it? You can tell it's a legendary track, um, much like... Uh, let it go. From Let Frozen. it go from Frozen. Yeah. Uh, in in in, the, in a sense that I have not seen Encanto, and I have had this song stuck in my head. Yeah, uh, having not even seen the movie, but just from living life Legendary. in the world. Yeah, uh, you get this song stuck in your Is head. Is Roxy too old for Encanto? No, she saw it. She saw Encanto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she liked it. Uh, she liked the that other one better though. I think the right. one with the the guy was the fish. Oh, Luca. Oh, Luca. Luca. That's yeah, a beautiful yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. She liked Luca better. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that's wild. Yeah, this what a song, though. Like, to, to have this kind of impact, it's just like Let It Go. Yeah. And every now and then, one of these movies has one of these songs that is just now part of life. Yeah, completely. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Michael John Ortega, are you there? Uh, I'm here. Okay. It's Roz uh, and Mocha here. Roz, mm-hmm. so Michael's on the phone because he wants to apologize to you. To me, yeah, I love this day. So can I can I just recap why you're on the phone real quick? Because yep. we've talked to we've talked to Michael before. Yeah. So yep. Michael had originally submitted a question for Ask Roz and Mocha. Okay. Back on episode 139, and Michael is the first when was that person? So this is back in uh, 2020. Okay. Yes. So Michael asked this question in the comments, which then made it onto the podcast, okay. which was, uh, Roz, if you're gay and single, would you date Dammit Maury <laughs> That's knowing you? him all these years? Yeah. That was you? That was me. And that then me. on the very following episode, episode 140, <laughs> you know, we always get people on the phone to ask their question yeah. to us live. Yes. So the very following week, Michael was on the phone with us <laughs> and asked up. the exact same question. <laughs> And right. since then, since 2020, oh, at least, you know, once a week, we'll get that question pop up, not from Michael, but just from other people. You know, if you just answered the question, this no, would go away. No, but I said, I don't do these types of hypotheticals, right? right. There, there's no constructiveness to them. Nobody is going to get anything out of this uh, except for Maury. And there, yeah. I, I reject the question wholeheartedly, and this has nothing to do with gay or anything else. I just reject the question. I reject having to have that conversation, one, about a coworker. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like, so Michael yeah. is the one that started this whole thing, which now like we get Razamoka <sighs> fans you, from way, all over the place yeah. uh, are asking the same yeah. question. Dude. And uh, Michael asked if he could have time on the show to properly apologize uh, for what yeah, he started so, um, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I've been like, I I know it was like a, a little, it was a little funny at the f- first, but like I've been listening to the podcast since like 2016. And then I've been listening like, Every every new episode, and every time everybody asks you the same question, I'm like, oh my god, it's like it's been going on since 2020. Like, for years, I, man. I really feel bad uh, now for Roz. Like, I feel bad. I I I feel bad. Like honestly, I think. Like I think Maury's just trying to milk this whole thing out, like just to get him to say no. yes. <laughs> also, I will. Like, uh, I will also say this, Michael. Mocha loves coming across that question. What are you talking about? Please. You ever heard the way you ask it? Oh, we got this interesting one from this person that we've never had answer asked before on this on this show. <laughs> like your delivery Do I is say that? Uh, Oh, your deli- it's always a shock to you when it when it comes up. It's always a I, I, shock. I, 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 
I do remember, like, in the episode 139, you really just said no to Maury, but, like, he's still trying to get you to say yes right now, up to, up to now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michael, since we have you on the phone, is there a question that you'd like to ask Roz? Um, not really. Like, I already oh, asked him the same question, so <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to put more guilt in myself, you know? Like, like, oh, hold on, guys, 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 everybody stop for one second. We just got a text to the Roz Mocha show. Okay. Uh, Roz, if you were gay and single, would you date him more knowing him all these years? Stop wow. it. Interesting yeah, question. You guys Has are... Catherine asked this at home? No, is Catherine uh, what? asked? <laughs> when would that come up? Hey, I'm just asking the hard-hitting question. Like, when would that have come up? Hey, you know what, baby? By the way, if, if you were gay and single, would you date Maury? Like, you think that this is what we talk about at home? Like, they're yes. in, the middle, in the middle of watching a movie, and she's like, hey, babe, can you just pause for, for a second? Let me ask Mike. That's yeah. been on my no, mind. I can honestly say that that has never come up at right. home. Now we know. Also, you have yeah. never come up at home. Oh. See, that's how you get oh, it. That's, no. This is. My soul just got sucked out of Maury's face. This is, also, Maury, I don't know if you actually want me to answer that question. I think Maury Maury fights so hard because I think that in your heart, Maury, do you think that if I did answer that question that I would say yes? I really do. You do. Like I, yes. Wow. No, and and, and like let me tell you why. Sure. Because you feel sorry for me. So hold on here. You you think if I dip my toe in gay world that I'm suddenly going to run into the arms of somebody that I just happen to feel sorry for? (laughs) Hell no. Also, what about Mm. the fact that you're married, Maury? Yeah, also, (laughs) yes, yes. Hypothetical, Mocha. Yeah, yeah. It's all hypothetical. Yes. No, 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 Maury. I would uh, step on your face to get to Anthony from Queer Eye. (laughs) No, I get get that. Most would. Most would. Yo, Michael, thank you so much for reaching out again. Thank you for giving me a call. Yes, of thank course, you. brother. We love you, man. Take care. All right, take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Lucy, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Um, so I just need some help with my life, and I was wondering if I should pay another seven grand to continue a useless course. Oh my god! Okay. When you put it like that, uh, your initial answer is no. Yeah, you make it you make it very difficult for us to uh, come up with an argument that says uh, anything other than that. Uh, Razamo can fix my life is what you wrote. I'm currently in the middle of a diploma course to gain more qualifications at a, as a Montessori teacher for my students. However, the quality of the content that I'm learning is low to none. They keep us busy with coloring, sewing, laying down on a mat every class, uh, but then run out of time to teach us the actual lessons, and so we. End end up having to make up the content for ourselves. The direction and execution of the course is so abysmal. I don't want to quit, but I also cringe at the thought of spending another $7,000 this coming summer on irrelevant and useless content. Do I suck it up and pay another seven grand uh, as it counts as experience, or do I count, cut my losses and uh, find another course to gain further qualifications? All right. Hmm. So, so you're a Montessori teacher. 
That's correct. And you take what, these courses to sort of get better at being a Montessori teacher? Um, it's additional qualification. So currently I'm a CASA teacher, so I teach children from two and a half to six years old. Okay. Um, this course I'm taking helps me to work with children from birth to three years old. So okay. kind of fill in that gap there. Okay. okay. Are you able to, um, like, is this something that will secure a job for you? Can you go out and get a job right now at a school oh. if there's an opening? Without taking absolutely. this course? Yeah? Um, absolutely, yeah. Oh, so, okay. I mean, as a Catholic teacher, I have no problem with jobs, um, but also this zero to three teaching position, there's only a handful of people with that in the entire Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, is this the kind of thing that the content actually doesn't matter? What you need is that piece of paper that says you're qualified for this? I'm starting to think that because a lot of the work that I submitted, they're not even checking for content. Like I tested oh. this theory, this is terrible, but um, I tested this theory one time that they're not reading my submissions. So I actually copied and pasted the lyrics to Lady Gaga, Bad Romance. Oh my God. Onto my paper and they didn't find it. They didn't say anything and it just passed. What? Wow. Okay. So Yo, that is a major problem. <laughs> okay. So, I, so if you get this qualification and then you start teaching the younger kids, uh, do you make mm-hmm. more, do you make more money? I absolutely could because it's so rare to find teachers in this position. Okay. So why don't you look at it that way? Why don't you look at it as you don't need the the skills. You can learn skills on your own and you can always take other courses and you can always take things outside of the, uh, what is actually required of you as far as the qualifications go. This is a course that is nothing more than a formal document that allows you to seek other employment that may give you more money, right? Mm-hmm. Not significantly more though. Not so, significantly more. So is yeah. it, so is it worth it though? That's, that's the question is that yeah. this, this, I think this becomes a little bit more about math and less about content. And if you spend another seven grand, will you make that back teaching the new course that you are now qualified for? I mean, I think eventually I'll make that back. Yeah. And would it help, like secure you a job a lot sooner um like i don't have a problem with job security at this point like i already have like a long-term contract and everything oh okay so that's yeah it's not really the problem okay so so it's it's just a matter of whether you're wasting your money yeah my money and it's an intense course so it's like eight hours a day plus five hours of homework every day like if you're not going to make if you're not going to make the money back then Mm -hmm. what then what's the point right and I don't yeah. mean that. I don't mean that. I mean, educating yourself. There's always a point to educating yourself. There's always a point to that. I get that. But that doesn't seem like you, you, you're you stuck on the on the seven grand here, right? It's not about the things you may or may not learn. It's about that you're paying something that you don't think you're getting anything out of. But if at the end of it all, what you get out of it is a job that pays you more, gives you more security, gives you more freedom. Maybe it's a different location. If, if it's any of that stuff, then yes, the seven grand is worth it. But if mm-hmm. it's not, then why do it? Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I well, guess that makes sense. Like if you could, if you could do this course and pay seven grand for it, and then at the end of it, you go for one of those jobs where you're teaching the younger kids, but that job is far closer to your house than the other job. Maybe that's worth it to you. Okay. I guess I have a lot to think about. <laughs> Couple things. Right. Okay. So I guess it's, yeah, I need to sort of think about the future as well and see what really is worth it or not. Yeah. Is that help a little bit or give you a, a little different way of thinking? Um, a little bit. I mean, yeah. everyone I talk to is sort of like kind of in the middle too. And they're yeah. sort of saying, whatever you decide, we'll support you. Yeah. So, you have to do what's yeah. right for you at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Okay. In your situation, right? Yes, absolutely.
Yeah. Um, can I just say thank you so much for your help? I love listening to you guys, but I also want to say big kudos to Maury because he was so kind and so professional when he reached out to me about this. Excuse Aww. me. Excuse me. Yeah. And oh my goodness, honestly, I think that, you know, his sort of sense of self-deprecating humor, the humility that he has, the willingness to take his job home. Like, he's one of the best bosses I've ever heard of. Like, really. Hold on, cool. wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Look at, you just killed him. Maury was in the in the other room doing hard hands. You know that thing where you do hard hands? Yeah. Maury was just doing hard hands, and yeah, now yeah, his head yeah. is on the desk. <laughs> Yo, hold on. You, 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 you called Maury a boss? Like the boss Isn't of the show he, or something? Isn't he like the director or producer of the show? He's a producer of the Razamoka show, not the boss, though. Oh, I, oh, the producer's not the boss? No. <laughs> okay. Oh. okay. It's fine. Maury, let's go back to the beginning where you said Maury was... Very kind and polite. There we yeah. go. And? and Period. Oh. And... Uh, I mean, I guess this is not the boss. He's okay, not, not, okay, okay. Yeah, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. Anyway, Maury, you want to say anything? She said a lot of nice things about you. Everybody, okay. everybody, back to work. So tomorrow, tomorrow back on to Razamoka's uh, FML, we will be speaking with Dammit Maury. <laughs> uh, <laughs> period. All right. Thanks, Lucy. Thank you. Bye. Razamoka's Fix My Life on KISS. Hi, Shannon. It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, we got a text from one of your friends who told yes. us about the uh, guinea pigs that you just got. Yes, we um, do have guinea pigs. How are the pigs? They're hilarious, just yeah. like you guys. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the reason why your friend texted us, Shannon, is because she told us that you gave your guinea pigs some very unique names. Yes, we did. My daughter wanted, my daughter wanted to name them. She listens to you guys every day, and uh, they've got some similar traits, so she named them Roz and Mocha. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, this isn't the first time we've had uh, fans of this show name their pets after us. No, that's right. Right? And yeah. I think we've had, like, from years ago, somebody else who named their, their guinea pigs, or maybe like it was their hamsters or, or something hamsters like or something. that. Yeah, yeah, Roz yeah. and Mocha. Yeah. So how are Roz and Mocha doing? How old are they? Um, what, what are the personality traits that, that uh, you see in each of them? Uh, um, okay, well, we've had them for probably a year and a half now. Oh, okay. And um, one of them, they named him Roz because he's got crazy hair. Mm-hmm. He's got like these little kind of divots that go out like his hair, I guess. And, divots! And the other one is <laughs> there's this big fluffy ball of lovable, I guess, uh, fun. So that's, I, I think there's some similarities there. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm clearly not the fun one. I'm the, I'm the one that just sits around and looks crazy and complains about everything. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, how old's your daughter? She's seven years old. She's right here. Oh, it's the best. They, they listen to you guys every day. I've got two daughters, nine and seven. Yeah. Roz and Mocha are, are, are daily names in our house. Is she good at taking care of them? Uh, I, I think they need a little bit of work on that. <laughs> Which one out of the two caused the most trouble? Uh, I would say Roz because... Um, we tell them he gives Mocha special hugs all the time. He's always, always jumping on his back trying to give him some some brotherly love. Okay, hold on here. Now, wait, 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 wait. Okay, now wait, because your kids are there, is yeah. that the reason why you're saying special hugs or special hugs? That's um, exactly why we yeah. call it guinea hugs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, guinea hugs. Um, AKA something yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, she drew a picture. She drew a picture for you guys. She wrote you a letter and drew a picture of the guineas and uh, Roz's climbing on top of Mocha's back, giving him a guinea hug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny is I have so many pictures of me doing that already. 
I'll just add it. I'll add it to the collection. Shut up, man. The resemblance is uncanny, I'm telling yes. you. Uh, well, yes. Well, Shannon, um, thank you so Special much hugs. for naming uh, or for chatting with us about your daughter naming uh, the guinea pigs Raza Mocha. Uh, before we let you go, Shannon, between Raza Mocha, not the guinea pigs, the human beings, who's your favorite? Oh, God. Okay. Um, can I keep it even in this house? I would have to say Mocha because your 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 laugh is so contagious, and I love that. But my husband is definitely a Roz, a Roz guy. Is he a nice guy? He reminds me of Mocha. Always laughing. Oh. Always a good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Great. Very even in our house. Great. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Shannon. Love you lots. Thank you so much, guys. Right. Have a great day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, Canada's Got Talent last night on City. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, dude. Was that? Yeah. Uh, there's two that, like, we can't play it on the radio because it's more visual. Oh, right? I thought because they were, like... No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. One of them is uh, this group of kids out of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. There's 17 of them in this dance 17 group. of them? Yeah. Jesus. They go by the name Groovement, mm-hmm. and they put together this crazy routine. It, it was yeah. amazing. Golden buzzer from Lily Singh. Really? Yeah. 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 And uh, the thing that, that got, I think... Part of their story is that out there in Vancouver, even though they're a dance crew, they have nowhere to practice. So they literally practice on the street or at like each other's houses or gotcha, whatever, gotcha. whenever they can. Yeah. They did an amazing, amazing job. There's a guy from Brampton, Savio Joseph, who's a magician and blew everybody. Really? Blew their minds. Yeah. He did this routine. A magic Brampton like, man? Yeah. He did this routine that was like just shocked everyone. It was great. If you get a chance, it's on the uh, the Canada's Got Talent YouTube channel. But there is one guy that I want to play for you right now. He's a comedian from Winnipeg. His name is Herbert Henrys. And he walks out on the stage. And you could tell he's like he's a little bit odd. But I think it's part of his persona. He's sure. wearing a little fanny okay. pack. And he talks... Again, I think this is all part of the act. Okay. So what you're going to hear first is he's going to ask the host, uh, Lindsay L., to throw knives at him while he's telling these these jokes, while he's doing his stand-up routine. Okay. She, What you can't see when I'm playing this, but what you can see on the show, mm-hmm. is he pulls out plastic knives from his fanny pack. Right. Right? That's part of the gag. So she's standing there throwing plastic knives at him okay. while he's doing his routine. Hey, everybody. My name is Herbert Henrys. I'm a comedy dangerous and I need uh, help from my assistant, uh, Lindsay. That's going to help me with this act, everybody. What's going to happen is while I'm telling jokes, she's going to be throwing knives at me. And everyone has like a look of shock on their face, right? And then he pulls out the plastic knives. So I just need you to stand right, right there. <laughs> All right, got to be safe here. And you're to throw them as hard as you can, really softly. Okay, okay, hard, soft, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Th- thank you. I'm really good. I'm j- just saying what I love most about narcissism is me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not that confident of a person. Just ask any one of my bullies. <laughs> That's a joke you can't because my parents still come to my shows. <laughs> Pretty sure that I was an ugly baby too because I remember... Every time my mom breastfed me, she would put the blanket over her own head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, Lindsay, very much. Appreciate it. I hope you're okay. And then, and then that was the end of his act. Yeah, they didn't put him through, though, right? Oh. 
Did they? No. How long have you been doing this? Um, I, I've been doing it for 21 weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're so weird. I know. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. At moments, it was kind of like roadkill. I couldn't look away, but I like enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. Thank you so much. Could we vote for you? What do you think? Uh, uh, yeah, please. Okay. Howie? Yes! I, I love how committed you are to your character. Yes for me. Wow. We like to do things in a partnership sometimes. And oh, we're going to give you a... Yeah! Yeah, Herbert Henry's Jeez. from Winnipeg, the comedian, got four yeses. Wow, good for him. From the judges. And I got to play you this. Good for him. Uh, this young lady is from London, Ontario, originally from Cuba. Her name is Corelia Letzos. Okay. And I'm going to play. She sings. And then part of the going into Canada's Got Talent, we were talking about how one of the judges, Cardinal Official, was being labeled as the mean one. Yes. Right? Yes. So in one part of this, I'll play it for you in a second, you'll hear the reaction from a crowd because I think he was being perceived as being mean. You want all my love my You want my love and The crowd is so into it. I have no doubt that I could love you forever. The only trouble is you really don't have a time to go one night only, one night only. This love you have to Shem's face right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to give my critique before we get to Cardi. Okay. Go. I think that if you're going to be that style of singer and put yourself into that world of singing, yeah. you need to be much better. Wow, much better than what she much, was? Much better. Do you think she's over singing? I do, and I think mm-hmm. that other people who are in that world, when you look at that world of mm-hmm. those women who wail like that, she's not close to that level. Well, let's see what the judges say. I love the amount of heart in your performance. I really felt every word you were saying. You're a Thank great you performer. So much, I'm great gonna performer. hand it over to our music expert, Cardi. What'd you think? Uh, people should not attempt to sing Jennifer Hudson covers because that bar is like super, 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 super high and almost impossible to even come near. So then the crowd turns on him and then listen to this. Hold on, hold on. You tonight absolutely obliterated that bar. He liked it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Let's vote. I'm going to start it off with a yes. Huh. Interesting. Yes for me. Trish trying to escape yes. Yes is Howie. What do you think? I I don't know if it's the performance or the way you do it. It doesn't seem contemporary enough. What do you guys want to And then I think they bully him into saying yes. Come on. Come on. Let him know. Let him know. Come on. You got your third yes. Thank you. Three yeses and for good measure, Cardi. 
And then Cardi gave her a yes. Interesting. So she moves on to the next. Interesting. If that's a singing competition show, I would agree with you. I don't think she makes it through. Yeah, no, neither do I. Well, I mean, I know I think she makes it through. She's not the winner. She's not like, going to be the winner. Not, not, that is yes. not a, yeah, no. man. There you go. Canada's Got Talent. We'll catch a new one next Tuesday at 8 o'clock on City TV. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You guys are going to love this. Uh, so Shem, executive producer of The Roz and Mocha Show. If you've listened to the show long enough, you know that uh, Shem is a great songwriter and mm. singer as well. You are the, is it uh, the leader of your choir? What's the official title? Choir director. Choir director. Choir sir. Director. What a position. Man. It is. <laughs> so what Shem has been doing Does for Does that us... get you into heaven? Like, do you get to cut a line? <laughs> is that like a Disney Fast Pass bracelet? <laughs> when you put in that kind of work, uh, when you put in that kind of work down here? That's extra work for the, yeah? for the Lord, man. Okay, good. You know? wow. Good. I'm, Take me you with just, you. You just get that pass. <laughs> Listen, man, I am, I am all for it. I am all for it. I hate um, lines too. <laughs> so Shem, uh, this year so far, has been putting together a recap of the month. At the end of every month, yeah. he looks back at some of the big stories, either the, that have happened on the Raz and Mocha show or just like in the world and uh, puts together a recap. And because today is March 31st, end of the month, Shem has prepared something else for us that we would like to share with all of you. It's the end of March and man, it flew. Can you believe it? COVID turned to daylight saving time is dumb winters of fame. I wish it was. Canada won, now they advance to their first World Cup since 86. Tom Brady announced that he's back. No more mass mandates or restrictions. Oh no. Asking Roz to describe Lolo. Kanye keeps disimpeached. Can't afford gas no more. It's the end of March and man, it flew. Can you believe it? COVID turned to Will Smith left fresh prints all over Chris Rock's face. Yep, that shocked me too. <laughs> That's some kind of good, man. Damn, that was amazing, Sham. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Something on my headphones. Uh-oh. It's news time. Something wrong with my headphones. What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Now you can hear me. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> uh, shut up. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, heartbreaker on the pitch last night. Uh, Canada's going to have to wait a few more days to clinch their uh, World Cup berth after the controversial 1-0 loss at Costa Rica, uh, which sets up like an incredible showdown Ooh. at BMO in oh. Toronto on Sunday. Sunday. It, this city is going to be yeah. electric. It's interesting with the World Cup because everybody's so excited and everybody wants Canada to get there finally. Yeah. Any other time 
we would be encouraging Team Canada if this was a regular occurrence for them being in the World Cup. The voices would be so loud for Team Canada to boycott the World Cup because it's in Qatar. That's the interesting thing. You look at what's going on in Florida with the whole don't say gay thing, right? Mm-hmm. And Disney and everything else. Oh, yeah. Nobody's saying anything. Everybody right now is like, oh, my God, Canada's going to the World Cup. Canada's going to the World Cup. But it's in Qatar. And that's a problem. Mm. And if it were any other sort of universe, we would be asking Team Canada to boycott because Qatar is, first of all, they have to, don't they have to do it in November? Yeah. Because Qatar is 110 degrees in the yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. And FIFA doesn't have, FIFA's not like tennis, where tennis, if it gets too hot, they don't make the players play. Mm-hmm. Right? Where in football, FIFA doesn't care. They just no, tell, you, you, know what they, you know what they do? You know what they tell them to do? What? Drink water. <laughs> yeah, hydrate. Yeah, hydrate. Have some Gatorade. Hydrate. Yeah, because it's 110 degrees in Qatar in the summer, but also homosexuality is illegal in Qatar, uh-huh. right? Since they announced that Qatar was getting the World Cup, 400 migrant workers have died building the infrastructure for no, World Cup. No, I did not know that. Okay. <gasps> And the amount of money spent, wasted slash spent, whatever, it's their money. They can do with it what they want, but even still. So when they put the World Cup in South Africa, right, to build stadiums, uh, infrastructure, hotels, all this stuff. South Africa spent $3.5 billion to be able to host World Cup. Qatar is spending, because they it's Qatar, yeah. Qatar is spending $220 billion <gasps> on stadiums and infrastructure. Billion, with a B. Billion, with a yeah. B. Like, it's a problematic place. Like, I want Canada to, like, go and everything money, else. Couldn't they put air conditioning? Well, they, they, you know what they wanted to do? So they wanted to have it in the summer. They wanted to build clouds. Like, they wanted to build what? these giant things in the sky that would shade the stadiums. <laughs> Doctor so, Evil. So people didn't die. <laughs> yes, they wanted to block out the sun. Jesus. That was part of their original plan. They couldn't do it, so they had to move the target. Wasn't there an episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns did that? <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> didn't he build yes. something to block out the yes. sun? Yes. 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 Yeah. But uh, but that's uh, but but uh, but happy for everybody. But man, Qatar is a uh, Qatar is problematic. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Robin Thicke's fiance. So Robin Thicke has been with April Love Geary since 2018. They have three kids together, and she was on Instagram the other night uh, and answering questions from fans. And the question came up because they're not married. The question came up if she would sign a prenup before they did get married. And she's what she hears, what she had to say. I don't know, but I'm not signing one because like, he's not marrying anyone after me. Cause how do you go from like the baddest on the planet? What do you go from there? Trash. Okay. 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 But Yo, blurred lines for real. Okay. I need you, I, I need you to play that again because here's the thing that she said though. When asked if she was if she would sign a prenup, she didn't say, No, I'm not signing a prenup because we're never splitting. Yeah. Like he's my forever, I'm his forever. She said he's never dating anyone after me, meaning there will be an after me. I don't know, but I'm not signing one because like he's not marrying anyone after me. Because how do you go from like <laughs> the baddest on the planet what do you go from there like trash like you think she was alluding to the fact that i'm the last one like so he won't need to but the way that she said it means that she knows it's going to end hmm. she said, uh, otherwise you she would said have said, said we're marrying anyone, anyone after, after me. me 
She didn't oh, say right, we're never yeah. breaking up. She said he's not marrying anyone after me. Mm. Right? Suspect. That's the weirdest way to say that, man. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Avril Lavigne, she was uh, on a red carpet uh, the other night, and everybody's doing biopics, and we know that Avril Lavigne is doing a movie based on Skater Boy, that song. Yeah. But she was asked if uh, they did a Avril Lavigne biopic about her, who she would want to play Avril Lavigne. Who do you think? Not who do you think she would say, but who do you think could pull off playing Avril Lavigne? Because, like, do you do her super young? Like, do you have to find somebody who's 16? Yeah. Or do you do, like, 25-year-old Avril Lavigne? First thing that comes to my mind is Olivia Rodrigo. No. Olivia Rodrigo? Really, yeah. huh? Yeah. Interesting. No. I think Florence Pugh sort of could look like her a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. She's young. It depends. I yeah. Lily, Lily Collins. Lily Collins. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Avril Lavigne said, of course, Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, perfect. But, no, too. I don't think I don't think. But Kristen, Kristen Stewart, Stewart is... I mean, if you're talking about, hmm. are they doing skater? It's based on skater. No, no, this is just something else. Let's oh, say it's something, something else. else. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. No, Kristen I think you need, Stewart. Yeah. no offense to Kristen Stewart. I think no. you need somebody younger. Yeah. Also, Kristen Stewart answer. already played Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, movie? Yeah, it was a great movie. I oh, actually I actually liked it. Okay. Runaways? Yeah, I actually really liked it. No, I don't think you can play Joan Jett and Avril Lavigne. I think that's really, like one too many. I think yeah. you get to play one famous rock star, <laughs> right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Heidi Montag is claiming that Lady Gaga sabotaged her music career. What? So Heidi wow. Montag, so Heidi Montag was uh, recently on a podcast, and they were talking. She was giving the history of sort of when she was in music, mm-hmm. and she had been working with Red One as a producer. And originally, um, Heidi Montag recorded "Fashion." Do you remember that song? Mm-mm. So Lady Gaga has a song called Fashion. So here's the, here's, I think it's clip three. Give me the Lady Gaga version of Fashion. I am, I'm too fabulous. I'm so fierce that it's in nuts. I live to be my So this is from uh, Confessions of a Shopaholic, okay. right? Now here's Heidi Montag's version of that same song. identical well the voice is not definitely not this ain't it sorry so what happened so Heidi Montag tells the story of Gaga basically according to Heidi Montag like sabotaged her blackballed her mean girled her and stole this song back from her so here's Heidi Montag so you should Google the quote of Red One with Us Weekly, how he put out that I'm going to be the biggest singer and that he thinks I'm like the biggest star he's ever worked with. And wow. he had this huge thing and him and I were going to pair up and we were going to do what him and Lady Gaga ended up doing. And so she was a writer on the song and fashion. He's like, hey, I'm going to cut fashion with Heidi. I have her in the studio. She loves it. And she's like, great. Sure. She can have that song. I was on The View and I had Heidi Wood doing a fashion show on it and it was so big and it got big traction and then confessions of a shopaholic wanted to put it in their movie and she's like no i'm pulling that song and i'm recording it. it's not heidi's anymore and i was like oh and so it's hard people are like i love lady gaga i'm like i'm sure she's great but like i have not had the best encounter with her and you know she was like I talked to her on the phone for a second. She's like, I just filmed with Lauren and uh, Whitney on the Hills. And I was like, who is this girl? What is happening? Like, she's a hater, clearly. And she's like saying, I was like, great. I'm a star of that show. Like, what are, are we like? Are we battling here? What is happening? So she did not want me working with Red One. And she told Red One that she wouldn't work with him anymore 
if I kept working with him. And he's like, I'm sorry. She's my writing partner for huge things. And so he, we even went out to dinner with him and, you know, several times and we were hanging out with him and she pulled the cord and was like, absolutely not. Oh, wow. damn. Right. But, but also Heidi Montag, I know you got popular because of Laguna Beach and sure. the Hills. Sure. You're not really, you're not a singer. Like this is not... Like, the production on the song is good. Your voice isn't. Like, I don't think that this would have blown up the way she thought it would have, right? Well, I mean, they wanted it in Shopaholic. Yeah, they probably heard Gaga's version. No, they didn't. No, no, they only heard Heidi's version, and that's the song they wanted. And as soon as Gaga, apparently, as soon as Gaga found out that they wanted it in the movie, Gaga was like, that's my song now. I'm going to re-record it, and they're going to use my version in the movie. And then she went to Red One and said, hey, listen, if you want to continue working with me, no more Heidi Montag, which is like... And then he made his choice. Yeah, that's like an Ellen DeGeneres move right there. Wow. Uh, Crazy, though, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, did you see that deleted scene uh, from the Batman oh with the Whoa. with the Joker? So Matt Reeves uh, finally released it. This was remember that website that you went to and you had to download that zip file with the um, Riddler's code and everything else. Mm-hmm. This is what you finally got on that website if you oh. solved all the things. Somebody cracked the code. It was a he. Well, he uh, just released it himself. Oh, why? Because none of us can crack the code. <laughs> I guess it's a it's like fi- dumbasses. It's a five minute scene with um, the Batman going into Arkham Asylum and sort of meeting. with with Joker in a almost Hannibal Lecter way where he's trying to figure out who the Riddler is. And so he goes and seeks the advice of the, of the Joker. I know who he is. He's a nobody. Wants to be somebody. This is very upsetting to you. Let's get back to him. Why? You are so much more fun. I'm not here to talk about me. What are you here to talk about? I want to know how he thinks. You know exactly how he thinks. You're wasting my time. <laughs> So throughout the entire scene, the Joker's face, the way they filmed it, yeah. you can see Batman clearly, and it's not focused on the Joker. You can kind of make out a little yes. bit of his face, and it wasn't until like the last three or four seconds of the clip that you fully, fully see right. his face and how altered he looks. So according to Matt Reeves... Uh, because one of the first things Joker says to Batman when he walks in, he goes, it's almost our anniversary. Yeah. Meaning they're almost up on the date of when Batman put him in there. Yeah. Right. However, according to Matt Reeves, that's not the Joker. What? That's the guy who will become the Joker. But he's not oh. yet Joker. Oh, OK. Weird. Right. So it's no, that a, makes total sense. It's about building characters. It's about everybody realizes that Batman has this like alter ego character thing that he has going on and that's what the Riddler did is the Riddler created this thing in a response to the Batman thing and then whoever this guy is in Arkham will then create the Joker so when he goes in there he is not talking to Joker he's talking to the guy that he put in prison who will eventually become Joker. It's like Roz Weston before he became the smooth cool dude Thank you. I will say once the picture becomes clear and yeah. you can fully see the Joker, they show like a little bit of his head and he's got like stitches and his yeah. dirty hands and yeah. bloodied fingernails and his face that just looks mangled a little bit. Yeah. He looks terrifying. Oh, it's disgusting. Right? It's disgusting. It is. Yeah. 
it's not like a regular person's face that they just slap no, makeup on. No, it's she all. She looks. It's horrific. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. And I'm ready. I'm ready yeah, for the sequel. Yeah, yeah it's terrifying. Anyway, so if it. you get a chance, it's a five minute scene that was oh, deleted. Yeah, make time for and, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, check it out because it is. It's revolting. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, so let's start at this disaster that was the Academy Awards last night. Uh, aside from Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, uh, the show was a mess. Really? Like, what a mess. They cut out all those awards to try and get the show to run to three hours. Yeah. It ran way past three hours. Even and still. And they jammed it. There were some, and there were some real questionable production takes. Um, having live singers on during the in memoriam to do sort of like upbeat what? songs, like it was weird. And then people noticed that uh, when uh, her and Daniel Kaluuya came out, mm-hmm. they played um, Toto. They played Africa by Toto. Oh my right? God. And then, what? yeah. And then when uh, Latina actress, Stephanie uh, Beatrice from Brooklyn nine, nine came out, they played uh, Madonna's last La, La Lisla Bonita when, when she came out. She, by the way, the voice of Mirabel. Yes. In, in Canto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did point out though, that the show was produced by Will Packer, um, who led for the first time an all black producing team for uh, the Academy Awards. So it wasn't like some 80 year old white guy that you would sure. normally pin this on. <laughs> Right. Because that's just always been the case with the Academy yeah. Awards, right? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> right? Well, it's a beautiful song. <laughs> well, who doesn't love Toto? <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, and then other questionable. So they, they come out and they do these long, dumb tributes to uh, James Bond and The Godfather. And to, to do the James Bond tribute, there's four living James Bonds that could have taken that stage. And they brought out Tony Hawk. Uh, <laughs> Sean White, the snowboarder. Yeah. And who was the third daredevil that they brought out oh, on stage with them? Uh, I saw them. Who was that? There was another, like, another guy. Oh, Kelly Slater. Was that, wasn't that who it was? Yeah. The, B, the BMXer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Was I it Kelly Slater? Picture yeah. of them, like, on the red carpet yeah. or something. Yeah. Poor Tony Hawk with the... With the cane and everything, right? He broke his leg I know, recently, I know, right? I know. Tony is a madman. So they they come out and do the uh, do the James why? Bond tribute. I don't know why. And then they they honor. Wait, but I have a question. Yeah. Why were they honoring James Bond? Uh, some sort of uh, I don't even know like what it was. So thank you more the 60th anniversary. Oh, okay. So then they come out and they do the 50th anniversary for The Godfather. And it's Francis Ford Coppola, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro don't say a word. Robert De Niro. Oh. Wasn't even in The Godfather. Uh, he was in The Godfather 2. Yeah. He wasn't oh, in, he wasn't he in was the in movie. Yeah, he wasn't in part one. He wasn't what in the movie. What about James Conn? Yeah, well, Why did they get yeah, James Conn? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so the whole show was a just, Damn. it was it was, uh, it was such a disaster. Then we get to Chris Rock coming out to do his little bit uh, where he is, you know, roasting the crowd a little. Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz and then Will and Jada. Uh, so this is the joke that led to the slap. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) (laughs) That was a nice one. Okay. 
Okay, so that that was the joke. And then Will was laughing. You saw him laugh, mm -hmm. Jada not laughing. And then they cut back to Chris, and then Will walks up on stage and slaps him, and this is the aftermath of that. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? Wow. <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay, so he was making a joke about her, uh, uh, um, Jada's shaved head. And she has alopecia. And she has said, uh, she I guess it was like last year she announced that she shaved her head because she was uh, struggling with alopecia. And uh, she had posted on social media, she goes, uh, that she's now at the point I can only laugh. Y'all know I've been struggling with alopecia. Mama's going to have to take it down to the scalp. So nobody thinks she got brain surgery or something. Me and this alopecia are going to be friends, period. So that's the way that she addressed alopecia. Um, but uh, listen, she's... It's alopecia, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's I, I understand that. And 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 honestly, Chris Rock, had he known, which I'm not hundred percent sure Chris Rock does even know, but he, he, he did that whole documentary about black women's relationship with their hair and everything else. So he should be sensitive to that. Although, although that like nothing warrants Will Smith walking up on stage and slapping him. Uh, and then so uh, P. Diddy came up and made a, a quick comment about sorting things out. And then Amy Schumer, who the host of the show, it was like once an hour you would see a host of this show. And then Amy Schumer comes out on stage and uh, says this because the show had been going on like it was no big deal, right? Yeah. I've been getting out of that Spider-Man costume. Did I miss anything? <laughs> there's like, there's like a different vibe in here. <laughs> Damn. Uh, probably not. Well, anyway... Okay. Did they at all, after the, the interaction between Chris Rock and, and Will Smith slapping him, yeah. did they, during the broadcast or for the remainder of the broadcast, cut back to Will and or Jada? Oh, he was having a great there? time. He, I mean, he was they crying. You could tell he was crying. Yeah. Right? Uh, but he was clapping and doing the and okay. doing the, and doing the the whole thing. Uh, Chris Rock has declined to file a police report. Said the LAPD uh, investigative entities are aware of an incident between two individuals during the Academy Awards. The incident involved one individual slapping another. Uh, the in, the <laughs> individual involved has declined to file a police report. If the uh, involved parties desire a police report at a later date, LAPD will be available to complete an investigative report and. And then the Academy just simply tweeted, uh, the Academy does not condone violence, condone violence of any form. Tonight, we're delighted to celebrate our 94th Academy Award winners who deserve this moment of recognition from their peers and movie lovers around the world. So they just pawned it off as, uh, as that. It was an odd slap sound, though. Like, it didn't sound like a, it sounded more like a, like a thud than a slap. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Like a slap I, sounds, you know, like there's a, like yeah, a sound. No, this is, what, this is what a man slap sounds like. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, th- what are your thoughts on the Regina Hall skit where she had the guys come up on stage and tell them that she was going to test them for COVID backstage with her tongue? What? Okay. I did not see that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I found that super awkward. Okay, I loved it. Really? Okay, yeah. So here, play play the clip. So so Regina Hall's on stage. She's like, uh-huh. everybody got COVID tested, but there's a few like where your tests they were inconclusive, and then she starts calling up hot guys onto the stage. Oh, okay, so God. here, listen to Regina Hall. Uh, Well, I've come with a bit of bad news. As you know, everyone here has been tested for COVID, but unfortunately, some of the test results have gotten lost. So before we go on with the show, we just have to do some quick emergency testing backstage. Don't worry. It's only a few people. It's totally random. So when I call your name, I'm just going to need you to come with me. Now, I've got a list here, which I'm looking at. I have memorized, but... Uh, If you hear your name, I'm going to start with Bradley Cooper. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Tyler Perry. uh, Simu Liu. um, And wait, um, Javier Bardem. Oh, you're still with Penelope. You know what? Actually, no. No, no, no. Test is fine. It, it says that you're married. I'm negative. Negative. <laughs> no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't want any of you all to worry. You know, it's going to be a typical quick COVID test. You'll come backstage, take your mask off if you have one, uh, and your clothes, and then I'm going to swab. No, it's simple. I'm going to swab the back of your mouth with my tongue. And <laughs> we're just going to do some other freaky stuff, which I will record. For Academy Protocol. Really, this isn't up to me. You know, so the and then. Oh, okay, so so then um, Josh Brolin and uh, Jason Momoa walk out on stage, and she pats them down for COVID. Oh, come like, on! Like right behind them, everything, everything else. And I know, uh, what was your reaction, Deepa? I mean, not bad choices. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, exactly. Of course. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So here's the Will Smith apology, in case you haven't uh, come across it yet. Uh, He says this, Violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness i was all i would also like to apologize to the academy the producers of the show all the attendees and everyone watching around the world i would like to apologize to the williams family and my king richard family i deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us i'm a work in progress sincerely will um so did that happen after he danced all night at the at the at the after yeah party? yeah yeah, that yeah so, so okay so he he woke up Right. He woke up yesterday and probably saw the reaction and had a couple of phone calls with agents and publicists and whoever. Well, they, they were, wrote. They, he didn't write a word of this. No, no, they no, wrote, no, no, they wrote no. This. Absolutely. Yeah. They were probably like, "Hey, Will, we got this yeah. statement prepared." Yeah. Already. And then, right. You see that him dance? What's that, Maury? What? I was just going to say, my husband being a publicist, yeah. I asked him, and he said Will had nothing to do with anything. No, right nothing. He didn't write a word of this. No. But he was, like, getting ovations, and, like, he was the, the bell of the ball at that party last night, or the other night, rather. Um, so, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, because of that situation at yeah. the Oscars, and because I didn't watch any of the Oscars, yeah. I only knew what I knew when I woke up the yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea... 
what movies won. I have no idea which actors or actresses won no. what award. No. I missed out on every single reaction to Beyonce's performance to open up the show. Mm-hmm. Like everything had been overtaken by Will Smith, Chris Rock. So before, about a week before the Academy Awards, uh, Jada went on TikTok to talk about her hair, which she's done so many times on uh, her own show. But uh, this was uh, her sort of addressing her baldness and in in, in alopecia and the sort of expectations that she's felt over the years. Being a black woman and dealing with hair in Hollywood, especially in the era that I came up in, having your hair look as European as possible was always the thing. And that was really challenging, you know, because I liked my hair out wild and curly, but nobody wanted that. So I had to learn to get the courage to just go, nah, I'm not doing that. Which is why I feel the freedom today. I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine, because guess what? I love it. The slap had nothing to do with that, with, with the joke, by the way. Well, no, it had something to do with the joke, but it, it, it was not what when when Will was saying that Chris made fun of his wife's medical condition. That's not what that's not what that's not why he got slapped. There, there's so much going on in that house. We will never know mm-hmm. the, all the details of their relationship. I mean, she talks a lot about their family, and he's been embarrassed on her show a whole bunch. I don't think that she was hurt by the joke. Because Jada just doesn't seem that type. And you even listen to her talk about it, right? She just, she is, I don't think she takes that stuff personally. What about that massive eye roll? What she got mad at and why Will Smith walked up and slapped Chris Rock is because Will laughed at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the joke that was told. It was she the was fact that he laughed. It was, she because was, that's the one she question. Was, she was pissed that he laughed. That people had, right? Ever since the, the incident happened. It was like, well... Chris told the joke, and then, like, Will laughed, and then all of a sudden... She wasn't hurt by it. The next thing you know, he's walking up to the the stage to go and slap Chris. Yeah, so uh, a lot of reaction from uh, this. uh, Comedian uh, Jeff Ross uh, wrote this. I worship Chris Rock, and I cried when I uh, saw Smith attack him because I was watching my idol live out a comedian's worst nightmare on live television. Uh, anyway, I have alopecia. It sucks. Uh, but when people make jokes, I laugh because that's life. So that's what uh, uh, Jeff Ross had to say. Mm. Um, Judd Apatow was on a podcast and he had tweeted a whole bunch of stuff and then deleted it and everything else. Um, and he has reasons for that. But the podcast he was on, they they asked about that joke because I think that people are now trying to dissect whether he should have even told that joke or not. Uh, but here is Judd Apatow, who's a great comedy writer, um, his feelings on the joke. As a writer and a joke writer, was it a good joke? The truth is that I wasn't watching the show at that time. I was on the phone talking to a friend. And then while we were on the phone, they're like, oh, my God, Will Smith just punched Chris Rock. And so I actually haven't watched it in context of the show. I've seen, like, the clips. And so I'm not sure. My personal thought was I didn't quite understand uh, the offense, but I, I may be misreading it because to me – G.I. Jane was the most gorgeous woman in the world. It was Demi Moore at her strongest, most gorgeous. And the point of that movie was that she shaved her head and she looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so when you say, oh, you're going to have to do G.I. Jane 2, and maybe it's just how I interpret it, I think he's saying she's a badass. You know, it's not – you could use a different example and make it a really – 
hurtful joke. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. But there may be more levels to it that I don't understand. And I don't know all the relationships involved. Uh, the OG Aunt Viv, Janet Hubert, do you think that she is defending Will knowing their relationship? Or do you think she's trashing Will knowing their relationship? I am going to say that original Aunt Viv is going to defend because it seems like maybe they got over their differences and they've mended since the Fresh Prince reunion special. Okay, okay. That's okay. What Shem, I think do you think that place. the OG Aunt Viv is going to defend Will or trash Will? No, I think she's going to trash him. You think she's going to trash oh, him? Yeah, yeah, Mori, yeah. Is the OG Aunt Viv going to defend Will or trash Will? Defend 100%. Okay, here's what she had to say. I cannot tell you how many times... I have wanted to slap the mess out of so many folks who have disrespected me. Will stood up for his wife. Chris Rock is always disrespecting black women. Mean-spirited, hides behind comedy. Bull. Wow, okay. and then coming to the table with the spice. Yeah, I mean she's wrong, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I could just, but I could just that fire in her voice, oh, like those words. I could just but you're hear right, though. them. You're right. After that reunion, had COVID not happened, yeah. Aunt Viv would be out there destroying Will oh, on social media, absolutely. right? Because yeah. that re- COVID is what happened. That made that reunion show yeah, happen, right? Totally. So there you go. Absolutely. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, star of the Flash in the DC universe, Ezra Miller was at a karaoke bar in Honolulu on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And everybody missed this because Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, but he was arrested. For what? Quote, belligerent behavior. So cops were called at 11 p.m. at that karaoke bar mm-hmm. um, and uh, cuffed him on charges of disorderly conduct and harassment. I guess Ezra was reportedly hurling obscenities at a woman who was singing karaoke. And then Ezra also tried to grab the microphone from her in mid-song. And That's then rude. and then he lunged at a guy who was playing darts. What? Yeah, so I don't know. But uh, uh, Yo, dog, you're not was, the Flash for real. It was $500 bail, and uh, I guess they let him go, ultimately released. So yeah. that's... Wild. That's not the first time, too, though, right? He's like, didn't he, he throw a fan on the ground or something like that, yeah, Maury? he has a, a weird situation, I guess, where he's very violent quickly. Quickly, like yeah. explosive, like the Flash. Yeah. Right? Interesting. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, Nick Lachey apologizing to paparazzi. So I guess uh, he went at it with a female photographer and then gets cussed out by another male paparazzi for his action. So here's what went down after Nick Lachey was leaving a restaurant with his family. Why are you so mad for? Golly, I'm a girl. I'm just a photographer. Is so thing? Yeah, why are you so rude and hitting the window? Thing? But why are you hitting the window? Why are you being so huh? mean? Because oh, why are you used taking to be pictures a cool of people on the street? I'm a photographer. I'm looking for celebrities. I thought you were a celebrity. So you brought some. I think you're drunk. We're I here. can smell your alcohol. We're here. But why are you being so mean? What's going on, Nick? Still the worst. You guys are still the worst. Why are you swinging at girls, bro? should be ashamed of yourself, Nick. Still the worst. Damn. Isn't it wild that the paparazzi can just show up and harass the hell out of you? Wow. And then if you do anything, they're like, oh, yeah, you're the worst, man. You're the worst. Yeah, and you like, suck. You suck, man. It's so wild to me. So Nick Lachey uh, tweeted uh, last night about the incident. He said, uh, last night after enjoying a dinner with my wife and our dear friend, the paparazzi harassed us as we walked back to the hotel. I clearly overreacted. I've been in this game long enough to know that their antics are sadly part of the deal. Stupid of me. Done. 
Uh, so he is apologizing for that because that's what you have to do when you go off on a paparazzi yeah. because you need them. Is that why Damn, you don't right? go out often to dinner? Jobs? That's exactly it, Maury. That's exactly it. Uh, dislike for other people has very little to do with it. Also <laughs> 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 <And> paparazzi. Also <laughs> paparazzi. No, I'm comf- I've, I've realized the older I get, I'm just far more comfortable not doing things. Like after Catherine and I were talking about going to for a dinner on Friday. Oh, nice. And I've been thinking about this for two weeks. <laughs> I'm still not 100% sure I want to go. Have you looked at the menu? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I did. It looks delicious. See? It looks delicious. But I'm like, I'm just, I'm not, I don't like it anymore. I don't, I don't like going like, I, is it because of COVID? Because that's what's happened to me. No, going out, no, I get wait, anxiety. COVID was a dream for me because I didn't have to go out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do this before COVID. I, I was saying, I had a conversation the other day with somebody where I am, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that I may never go to another concert ever again. Really? No. Wow. Doesn't okay. appeal to me. Uh-huh. The idea of that doesn't appeal what to me. What if it's like Def Leppard's last show? No. If Roxy wants to go or something like that, or, sure. or it's a nostalgia show that Catherine wants to go to, whatever, that kind of stuff is fun. But, like, will I ever, like, uh, get excited about going to see a live show again? No. Huh. No. But just being in that environment, it doesn't, it does nothing, it does nothing for me. Really? At wow. all. So at no all. dinner this Friday I don't night. know. I may. Every now and then. It, listen, Catherine's the boss. We know that. Uh, and so if she says, you know, put the shoes on, I'm going to put the shoes on. <laughs> and and you know <laughs> no 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 not those shoes yeah these shoes and I will dance I will do whatever I will do whatever she asks of me that's just the way it goes the Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast oh Tiffany had it she got to listen to this awkward exchange um, this was at the Vanity Fair uh, party after the Academy Awards where the reporter just they try and bond over the outfit right because yeah. it, listen it's the glitz and the glam of the Academy Awards and you got to talk outfit but the wording this reporter used is what set Tiffany Haddish off listen to this. Did you do a little, a little costume change? Um, I, I'm not wearing a costume. I'm wearing Dolce Gabbana. Oh, yes. It's called an evening gown, darling. This is not, no one's paying me for this. I paid for it. It's custom. Thank you. Time of death for me right now. You oh. look gorgeous. This is not an acting gig. This is my life. This what fame look like. This what success look like. This what money look like. This what it look like. It's what it look like. Oh, right. Uh, and, but the term costume change is normal. People say that. Yeah, I know, but still. Right? People, people say that. Yeah, that was so funny. Right? And she knew. That reporter knew. Oh, was, she knew. She like, stepped and in. And that it. was a great line, too. Time of left. Time, uh, of, time death of death right now. Death. Oh, she stepped in it, man. So Bad. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kim Kardashian is also apologizing. So this was based on the Variety interview that she did. Remember when they were talking about Keys to Success and she did oh, that yeah. whole women just don't want to work yeah, yeah. and then everybody went in on her. Uh, so she's on Good Morning America uh, to promote her new uh, Hulu show. And this came up and she tried to clarify what she meant when she said, uh, oh, no. get your effing ass up and work. Did she make it worse? Well, no, but you have the clip there. Having a social media presence and being on a reality show does not mean overnight success. And you have to really work hard to get there, even if it might seem like it's easy and that you can build a really successful business off of social media. And you can if you put in a lot of hard work. And it wasn't a blanket statement towards women or to feel like, 
I don't respect the work or think that they don't work hard. I know that they do. That was taken out of context, but I'm I'm really sorry if it was received that way. Kim Kardashian's almost a lawyer. She needs to understand the, that you can't just say taking something out of context because that's an actual real thing when you take something out of context. Mm-hmm. When somebody says something and you pull a part of it where you actually change the meaning of what it is they said, nothing was taken out of context. No, she said what she said. She said what she said. Mm-hmm. It was your context. We yeah. didn't take it out of context. You said it. You put it into that context. You put it into that context. I also hate those apologies. I'm sorry if you received it that way. Shut up. Yeah. No, because I received it that way because you said it that way. And don't get me wrong. I'm like, what she's doing with law school, getting people out of jail, that is hard work. Like, I'm not saying Kim Kardashian does not work work. hard. But taking something out of context is an actual thing. You can't just say something stupid and then accuse people of taking you out of context when we only took it in context. Right, say I said something stupid. Yeah, like how hard is that? Apologize and move on. Right, it's not a hard thing to do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, So, I mean, Will Smith, Chris Rock, Academy Awards, the slap—that is still, uh, still the thing, man. Uh, Jada had sent out on Instagram yesterday saying that uh, something like, "Now it's a time for healing, and I'm here for it," or something like that. And then Mm -hmm. there was another story that. Uh, possibly Will is going to show up uh, on Red Table Talk in the near future where I don't know what the hell they're going to talk about. I think that <laughs> that is probably just about the worst place for him to do any sort of first interview, but mm-hmm. have at it. What's that, Maury? I heard Oprah, too, like that they're waiting for Oprah. Well, no, I but this was actually like, Somebody saying that this is what is planned is that they're doing a red table talk. There, there's there's oh, no rumor. No, no, no. Yeah, oh. yeah. Like this is mm. where it's all going to go down. Apparently. Um. So Steve Harvey. Everybody commenting on this. Steve Harvey had a had an interesting take. Uh, one. Steve Harvey's an interesting guy, and um, saw it all go down the way we did. But it was the way Will sort of carried himself and the way. Chris Rock reacted is what Steve Harvey was interested in. Listen to this. I think that Will should have done the man thing was step to him afterwards in that press room. And if he wanted to slap Chris in, he could have slapped Chris in the press room and seen how it went. But now, let me tell you something. That's a Hollywood move now. To go up there on national TV, slap another black man, turn around your back and walk off because you know he can't do nothing. See, and I know this. I know he know this because we've been in Hollywood long enough. So now to turn your back and walk off, you're going to slap the dude and then turn around and walk off. You know in real life that that ain't the way this going to go. You already but know. But you know that. what, though? And, and, no. and, 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 and Rock is a Jersey boy. So no. So, and I didn't think the moment was that. And I think he overreacted. His acceptance speech, that was raggedy, apologizing to the Academy. Uh, but, but, but here's what yeah, I think is going to happen. When go this go down and wake up the right way, there's going to be some type of banning from the Oscars of Will Smith. So Chris Rock back in January was on the uh, po- on a podcast with Dana Carvey and David Spade. So three comics just talking about life. 
And Rock was talking about being a kid and how he was, quote, bullied ridiculously as a child. He said, uh, half of the bullying was because I was a little guy. Then I got bused to a school and the bullying because I was a little guy and I was black. I was getting double bullied. Then he recalls a time when it became too much for him and he fought back against one of his bullies. He said, I went home. I put a brick in a bag. This is a legendary story in my neighborhood, he says. I swung that and smacked the guy in the face with a brick and then stomped him Joe Pesci style to the point of where we thought he might die. Rock then said that the incident led him to fear his own capacity for anger and in turn because he was afraid of his anger he let people walk all over him to avoid conflict. So here's Chris Rock telling a little bit about uh, the, the therapy that came out after that. So the guy you saw was bending over backwards to be nice because I was so scared of my anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I was Hulk-like. frightened of what, you know, my my shrink, my good, the good shrink I got, you know, <laughs> like the top, top guy. There's good ones and bad ones. Yeah, definitely. There's good ones and bad ones, mm-hmm. you know, and he broke it down. It's like, we got to get you over that incident. Right. Because you're a nice guy, and this guy brought out something in you, and you're so scared of that thing coming out of you again. Yeah. That you let the whole world walk all over you. Mm-hmm. Your friends walk over you, your family walks over you, your your your, your female relationships, like everybody just fucks you over. Because it's somewhere in there they know you, there's a force field holding you back. Wow. Right. Interesting. I didn't know that about uh, Chris Rock. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.